but with her big dumb face. <laughs> the longest opening sequence. The Dallas Midnight Crisis. Oh my god, it's so good, guys. We're, we're, we're not told that. that. Yeah, we do. We're not told that. It is written. It is written. <laughs> Hello. Spider McCurdy. Spider Hi. McCurdy. He didn't unmute himself. There, I unmuted him. Oh, that looks like it's made for a child. Yeah, is it your kids? Yeah. <laughs> it kind of looks like uh, from the first movie, you know. <laughs> or it's like super cheap. Hi, fellas. Let's get that cheap costume, bro. Yeah, right. What's going on, dudes? Not much. What are we doing? Um, this, this. Already we have a comment. This is exactly how I felt. I had no idea it was a part one. I was what? like towards the like last. It was like, no, or no, so. Well, I was like, "Dang, this is a long movie." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is a long movie. And then and we'll they talk did about the, that to be continued. I was like, "Oh, geez. we will it was talk like, about uh, that." It was like the end mind. of it, you know, where it was like it, chapter one. You're like, "What?" <laughs> you know, yeah. oh, yeah. Nobody told like, us. Oh wait, there's more. Harder. Yeah. So I felt more like uh, Lord of the Rings. It, not. Oh, Skrillex oh I remember when Fellowship came out. And I remember talking to my uncle. My uncle was like, he remembers, he remembers seeing, he remember seeing the film. And then like there were other people in the theater and they were leaving. And they were like, wait, what? That's it? And you're like, yeah, dummy, it's part of like a like multiple movies. And that's how I felt with this one. I was like, as I'm watching, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess they're doing another well, one. At least Which with makes that, sense. I was like, okay. Basically knew, but um yeah i was just gonna say as sb said matrix reloaded but but like at least with matrix you knew it was like hey everybody we're gonna round out a trilogy yeah. uh so yeah but but what this what it reminds me of is is periodically what you get is the, the a movie comes out it's a big hit and then they they go ahead and they put into production two back sequels to the back I, to I was gonna say back to the future the matrix um uh, you know, it's not like they made Fellowship. That's part of the reason why Lord of the Rings is so perfect is because they made them all at the same time versus making Fellowship, right. then waiting. Oh, it was a big hit. Okay, now we'll we'll round it out. So yeah, K one the same thing strategy. that like these jabronis said. They were like, like, wait, what? There's more. Like, wait, that's yeah. the end. You're like, yeah. What happened to the, the ring? Wait, wait. I thought they were supposed the, to. Be the that's it. Like Miles Morales trilogy or something. This though, yeah, the, I don't know. This, we'll talk, this we'll, seems we'll kind of it. odd. This, we'll talk this, about it. this cliffhanger we'll was like, we'll okay, all right, cool. But anyway, um, K one, I was eleven. <laughs> K one's never K one. You have never indicated how old you are, and I have, I have uh, sometimes speculated based on your sense Science. of humor. Dude's got dad jokes out the ass, and I mean that in the best way. So. Just I, I don't know. I don't know out. if you're a dad. I mean, you're old enough to be a dad, of well, course. He, but, did he see it know. in theaters? We don't know if he saw it in theaters. Uh, I don't. The no, did I see? I saw the first one in theaters. I think. I definitely saw. I think I saw. Them I all saw all of them several times. Okay. Uh, before going into Espy's comment, uh, Spider-Man. Let's talk about Spider-Man. Let's talk about my fucking favorite superhero ever. And that's for the record. Okay. Oh wait, hang on. We gotta reconfigure the screen. Zoom. Boom. I need to be bigger than you guys. Like Snoke. I gotta I gotta be big like Snoke. 
for this. But but why does McCurdy look like Skrillex? I don't know. Go get a wig while I'm doing this. Go get a wig. And like you, yeah, and then like, yeah, well, yeah, you have ha- you, your head he's an artsy well movie director now. Yeah, I there am you go. an artsy movie director. Okay. Anyway, so Spider Man, Spider Man across the Spider Verse welcomes us back to the whole multiverse thing where Marvel lives now and forever, where nothing matters because there are an infinite amount of views and everyone else, so so nothing is special and nobody stays dead and everything is more confusing than ever. Miles Morales, this series' primary spider individual, at one point even says, hey, I'm Spider-Man, and another spider being shrugs it off as if, to, as if it means nothing, and that's where we are now, stuck in this weird postmodern nihilistic hellverse. It was cute in the first movie because it only had a little taste of this and was otherwise anchored to our universe while being a fresh and fun origin coming of age, finding his confidence story for Miles with a straightforward plot that made the other oddball spider variants fun because we had a good time learning their vaguely similar backstories, and then it was all about getting them back to their respective universes. But this sequel is nothing but alternate spider life forms going all time variance authority like Loki, where it's all about preventing the Spider-Verse from having any anomalies or something, and yet there are plenty of spider persons we meet that are an anomaly? Gwen Stacy as Spider-Woman, for example. Shouldn't she be Patricia Parker or something? Shouldn't the spider that bit her have bit her Peter? I don't have a problem with her, but apparently the head spider boss Miguel O'Hara should. His whole thing is vaguely about stopping stuff that was never meant to be, or how can things never have been meant to be if they already happened? Does this guy not understand cause and effect or free will? Does he have supreme godlike knowledge of everything that will be or should ever have been? But no, somehow anomalies cause damage or something and will destroy existence as we know it unless everyone's father figure dies? I just don't understand the point of all of this. The animation may be incredible and I certainly admire the hell out of it, but I need me some story to give a crap. Needless to say, I much prefer the original on this one. Which, like Toby McGuire, probably in the minority on that, but I don't really care. I'm just I watched the original this morning, and I'm just like, God damn, what a good movie! And then this one, I'm like, Yeah, the art's cool, but multiverse. Yeah, Earth sixty four is depressing. Earth sixty four is uh, is where the truth lives. That's Earth sixty four. Everywhere else is. I can't say a bad word about anything because I, I, I love Batman movies. I can't say a bad word about Batman. Spider-Man, I just can't critique it ever because I just, uh, denial, denial. But no, on Earth 64, everything is about truth. I should have re-watched the Earth. previous one. Is, it this, awesome. is this the more Earth you, li- you live on this Earth? You live Earth, Earth 64? Yes, yes that is 64. where I live. That's where I live. 64. All right, let's yeah. talk about let's talk about Charlie's favorite movie cuz he has no soul. <laughs> Here I am saying the the first I mean the first one like brings me to tears several times and then this one's like I'm angst angst I can't tell anybody. Give me a 30 ah! second recap of the previous one. 30 second recap. Okay. So, uh, especially with the Peter Parker thing that they 
lean on heavily in this one that I was like, I don't remember. Uh, 30 second recap is uh, Miles Morales, just um, uh, average New York kid. Uh, but very much like Peter Parker, where he's just like gifted and and he's like a genius, right? But mm-hmm. he's bitten by a radioactive spider that turns out to have come from another dimension. Uh, Kingpin, one of one of Peter Parker's main adversaries, is uh, using this this machine that will like open up uh, other universes so he can get his family back. His family died. He wants his family back. And uh, Peter Parker's trying to stop him. Peter Parker gets killed in the process. Um, but Peter Parker's because... just a guy in that one. No, no, Peter Parker. It, like, like the the most perfect Spider-Man ever. Because I believe it's it's I believe it's our universe. Even though they say instead of saying NYPD, they say PDNY. So I don't know if that's an indication that it isn't. But uh, but but maybe it's a copyright. Thing. Generally, it it seems as though the Spider-Man of that universe even though it isn't it's Chris Pine as opposed to any of the other actors. So maybe that's another hint, but he's like the most perfect Spider-Man ever, right? Life's perfect for him. Um, he is killed, but because that machine did its thing, all these other spider individuals uh, come to miles's um, universe and mm. they kind of help him uh, discover his powers and all that. But, you know, through the process, they're all sharing their their collective backstories and all that. And it's it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's and it, but it is very postmodern. It's I, I remember seeing it for the first time, and I was like, uh, "This should never be anybody's first Spider-Man movie. It should not be your first Spider-Man movie. If it is, that kind of sucks." But um, but it's I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I'm, I'm not kidding when I say Spider-Man is like my fave. This is uh, I've showed I showed this off before, but this is one of my prized possessions. I, I got this from my lacrosse team back in school. I got the Peter Parker Award because uh, pictures. because all I was ever doing was climbing stuff and or taking photographs. So they gave me that and I still have it because it's the only time anybody's acknowledged my my deep desire to be Spider-Man. So, <laughs> so I'm going to put this back over here, right there. Fuck you, Nance. But, uh, but so then, um, so they, well, they established them like that. There universes is a thing in the first one, be, but it was all because of this machine. And then you get to the sequel and it's just like run of the mill. Nobody cares. You can jump in and out of any universe whenever you want. There's this big sprawling, like, like police universal police state of, Multi multiversal police state of spider people who go around busting people who break the continuum. It's just like, and that's I swear that's all Marvel like has at this definitely. point. Marvel's just like no. Mar- at this point, Marvel's just like once you introduce the, the multiverse, it's just a matter of like policing that and making sure nothing interesting ever happens and that everything follows some kind of yeah. well, like code. Because to uh, a degree, we get that with the live action, like Tom Holland, right? And then. There's even a Loki show where it's like a very similar. You guys, yeah, it's like, listen, you guys is so funny because I'm like, you guys are so dumb. You just Skrillex, like, you know, oh, thanks for Curry. I'm glad Curry you interrupted. Just, just like, call us dumb, have, Marvel fuck. has like this, this animated thing, and it's like I don't understand. And I'm like, <laughs> then I'm go like, watch yeah, the guys, original. Like, but what do you need the sequel for? I got, I hardly got anything out of this. What was I supposed sequel? to get out of this? What was I supposed to get out of this movie that I didn't get out of the first one? I mean, the first one is is like near perfection. And then this is like, I can't tell anybody who I really am. Well, Spider-Man's always Uh, right? What? 
has spider-man not always dealt with that it's like it's that yeah is, but it's always been very spider-man but it's, thing but it's always with. been nobody can know who i am for their own protection instead with this it's like teen a i i'm lying <laughs> they're gonna be mad at me because i've been lying to them and i'm like that's stupid shut up you're both him and gwen are are just stupid about I mean, that but I, I don't understand why that's not a uh McCurdy has the same legitimate concern. This followed this followed Spider-Man 2's lead where it's like, okay, now that he is Spider-Man, yeah. he's just really busy. And that's the difficulty is balancing his life of being a student and a, and a yeah. good son and all but that. So again, that has always been a Spider-Man thing. That's never yeah. that's never yeah. changed in the comic but, but with or this, any it's like, iteration of Spider-Man. With this specifically, though, it was like, if I tell them they're going to be mad at me for lying, it's, that, that stuff was a little kind of like, Eh. But but uh, what would have been interesting? What would have been, what was more interesting for two seconds was you were never meant to be. You're a fraud. You're a fake. But that almost would have been more appropriate in the first one because at this point he's already a, he's like he's like dude I already am Spider Man though. What do you what the fuck are you talking about? But had somebody in the first one been like fucking with his confidence like you were never meant to be that spider was meant for somebody else you're a fraud you're fake then that would have been that would that have was interesting been about his confidence issues but anyway yeah. Nance, you just you asked a question did that answer it at all so no McCurdy, McCurdy, go, ahead. Shit. All right. <laughs> go ahead okay well Wibos. we should buy, Wibos, buy a shirt nobody's gonna buy a shirt because they're all cucks moving on Wow, <laughs> I'm in a mood tonight. Okay, I'm gonna mute you tonight. You're you're on a, you're on a whole he's, other level. He's mad about Spider Man. He's mad. He's just he's just cranky. I'm sick mad. of the multiverse. I'm sick of it. It was good for one movie. Do we have to do it for every movie from here on? Are we gonna get an animated Spider Man in a future live action Avengers movie? All right, well, I'm gonna see. read comments while while McCurdy talks. Oh my god. Okay, cool. So first up, we've got. Hold on, let me back up here. Wait, yeah, here's right, so we got Spider-Man. Like, every the... film that's successful the first time around needs a continuation. I understand right. the making money. Okay, cool. Uh, across the Spider Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, get Spider or sorry, get he ready for no idea. Yeah, he has no idea. I'm just gonna keep just keep going. All right, so yeah, uh, someone had said this is directed by three directors. Typically in animation, that's that's not unheard of to have multiple directors in animation. Uh, so you have directed by Joaquin Dos uh, Santos, Kemp Powers, and Justin K. Thompson. Written by Philip Lord, Christopher Miller, and David Cullum. And this is, of course, the longest. Uh, this is the longest animated film. Uh, this film is at 140 minutes, two hours and 20 minutes. It beats out Chucky Rand's favorite extremely long animated film, The Lord of the Rings, which is uh, two hours and 13 minutes. Uh, but I should also note that this is the longest American animated movie. The longest animated uh, film is Distracted Blueberries. That's what it's called. And it's four hours and 33 minutes. And it's a Canadian art film. And it's weird as shit. So I didn't watch it all. I just watched the trailer. He still doesn't so. know. He still hey, doesn't know. Charlie, you've been muted this whole time. <laughs> Don't dude, don't fuck with my mic, dude. Please don't fuck with my mic. I have so much genius just flowing out of my face. <laughs> that I, I can't have you fucking with that. Where can we get can we get Charlie of this earth instead? I don't like this one. This one's a twat. Yeah, wait, yeah. All right. wait, open open the portal and 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 uh, let me open the portal and get like a better Charlie. I don't like yeah. this one. We want uh, Earth, okay. Earth 69 Charlie. That guy's I want wild. Earth 69 Charlie back because Earth 64 <laughs> Charlie's a uh, twat. Um, 
Anyway, let's start. Keep talking. We're so, Scott. Miles Morales. You just hate yeah, new things. Scott. Anything new, you hate it. Like that's yeah. That's no. exactly my opinion. You're right. Miles Morales is voiced by uh, Shamik Moore, best known for the film Dope. Shamik Star- from fucking Two Twelve. Sorry, I have I've to say that every time I hear his name because he's in the he plays uh, he plays Raekwon the chef in the Wu Tang. Of show. course mm. he does. So uh, and he's that's awesome. your favorite show, he's and that's your favorite awesome. show right now, isn't it? I I, I finished it. I I definitely recommend. If you like Wu Tang, you got to watch it. Every but time he, we start, Dominique from fucking two twelve. Before we start every episode, I get on and Charlie's listening to some Wu Tang Clan, <laughs> and he's just sitting there, just like jamming. Just being like one with the world, and then he, you know, he's not listening to it. Then he's just being a twat. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, starting in 2000, Marvel has created an alternate timeline universe in the comics called the Ultimates. Basically, it was a way to retell character stories without changing current continuity. Much of the MCU is based off this version of the Marvel characters. In 2011, Marvel had made the decision to kill off its iteration of Peter Parker. So the Ultimate mm-hmm. Universe, Peter Parker. Created the first black Puerto Rican Spider-Man created by writer Brian Michael Bendis and Sarah uh, uh, Pacelli. The Spider-Man also, this Spider-Man also had new powers such as invisibility and electric shock. So, of course, this is how we get Miles Morales. Now, Charlie kept going on about multiverse and Spider-Verse. And why do we have to keep doing this? It's because it, this is nothing new. This has always been in the comic books. So in, 2000, in 2014, with the creation of Miles Morales in the Ultimate Universe, Marvel had a giant Spider-Man crossover event that had Peter Parker, Miles Morales, and other spider people team up against evil foes. I should mention that prior to this, in the 90s, the 90s Spider-Man cartoon did a something similar where the last two episodes where Peter Parker teams up with different iterations of himself. The comic series would introduce fans to a slew of new characters in this series called Spider-Verse. Is there is a best Spider-Man, or are they all equals? Or they're, they're all different, but they're all like variations of different mm-hmm. versions of Spider-Man. So of course you've got like, like I think even in this movie you got there's like the PlayStation Two Spider-Man. There's the Peter Parker from Spectacular Spider-Man there a, there cartoon. Was there's Peter. I like Park the Indian Star. one. Or the the punk British guy was. Cool. Yeah, know, like, you've got. Was that guy all... played by Ziggy Marley? I saw his name no. in the credits and was like, "That's got to be Ziggy." I will tell. I, I will tell you. Who knows? I okay. will tell you in just in moments. Okay. Well, okay so first, no. first up, we've got uh, Spider Gwen, voiced by Haley Steinfeld. Uh, you may also know her best at, in the Coen Brothers uh, remake of True Grit. She also played another Marvel yeah, character Bumblebee. in Kate. Yeah, uh, and she was also in Bumblebee, correct? And she was uh, she played Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye miniseries. Uh, in the comics, uh, Gwen Stacy was Spider Man's first ish girlfriend. Uh, who would eventually be killed by Green Goblin. Uh, in Spider-Verse series, we are introduced to a version of Gwen Stacy who gets spider powers instead of Peter Parker. She had her own comics starting in 2015. In-universe, she goes by Spider-Woman or Ghost Spider. So she's kind of become mm. her own uh, fan favorite. A lot of people like this character. She's kind of become her own character. Like, it's, it's kind of like an offshoot of an own fan base, and a lot of people seem to really like this character. Uh, and then next week... Yeah, and then they, but like, there was like, for instance, there's like a cartoon that my kid watches that is uh, Spider Man and his amazing friends, but it's like, I've seen that. While, it's Miles Morales, uh, Peter Parker, and Gwen Stacy all teamed up. And of course, they're all Spider Man, so they all kind of have their own spin on the different names. So Spider Man, Spidey, 
uh, Miles Morales' Spin, and then Gwen, Gwen Stacy Spider-Man is Ghost Spider. So they kind of are all a little bit okay. different from each other. Um, then we got next up Spider-Man 2099. Uh, of course, this is voiced by Oscar Isaacs, who up until this point has now played three different Marvel characters, including Apocalypse in the X-Men movie. Uh, he plays Moon Knight in the MCU series, and now he's played Spider-Man 2099. Uh, AKA Miguel O'Hara was created in 1992 for a line of books that was different for, it was a different Marvel characters taking place in the distant future, 2099. Uh, other characters included Dr. Doom, the Punisher and the Hulk. Spider-Man 2099 was probably the most popular, popular of these. And the, this version was like lives in a dystopian future, which is kind of different from what we see in the movie where it's like this, like Star Trekky future. It's more like, uh, in the in the comics, it's supposed to be more like a dystopian thing. I thought and that he's character a spider was vampire. really cool. I, I hope we get yeah. more of him in the next one. I we should have got more of him in this one, but well, I think they're I think he they're was actually like he was in the, the post credit scene of the first one, so he and was kind of set up. I think yeah. they needed to think... set up the uh, like what he does better. Well, well they, and, that, and that's they the thing. It was, it was like my my thought was uh, it, it would almost make more sense if he was kind of jealous or something of of miles but instead it's like dude your dad needs to die or the world's gonna end and i'm like what? well that's and, and they his, vaguely are yeah, like that's i tried it is, yeah i tried he it tried and do the it, world and so almost ended this, like, yeah well why didn't the world end when you did it dude like i don't i i'm like i don't understand what's happening whereas the first one's like we gotta shut this machine off he was trying to see it as you know he, but he was seeing it as like the macro versus the micro where in his mind he's like well because i screwed up somebody else's universe it caused this cataclysmic event and it destroyed that entire universe and so as yeah. somebody who's like trying to but save like, the day i should have prevent that bomb went across, off or something everywhere did a bomb go off or did it just fall to pieces just randomly because it was out of design? Like it, it's like, that's what he's going After a while, it doesn't make sense. After a while, it's just like, this is all vague and nothing makes sense. Like everybody's dad needs to die or the world ends. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I mean, they they pretty much established like if it doesn't uh, if it doesn't align with what is supposed to happen. Six, 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 my name happens, just keeps like, changing. <laughs> you are Charlie six six six. Just a uh. okay, and then all right. So I'm gonna run through a bunch of the other main Spider people real quick. So we got Isaiah Ray voices Jessica Drew, Spider Woman. She's an amalgamation of different Spider Women, including the Electric Company crossover. Electric Company was like this uh, kids show in the uh, late '60s, early '70s kind of in line with like Sesame Street. Uh, but that was technically like the first Spider-Woman. This is a black woman who like got the Spider-Man suit and was like swinging around. And then of course, Jessica Drew, which is the main Spider-Woman. And yeah, there was a pregnant Spider-Woman for some reason. I, okay. I don't know. Marvel thought that was a great idea at the time. What? They, they didn't what? You don't think a pregnant woman could be yeah. a Spider-Man? That, like that's so, the only reason. That was the thing. So, that so was that, the thing. I don't like think she go, should be riding a motorcycle. Pregnant. Guys like me go, that's kind of, shouldn't she kind of, she'd be home. I mean, pregnant women don't even fly in fucking airplanes when they're that pregnant. But no, I don't, they, I, they I put no they idea. put shit in there just so they can they can pretend that I hate people or something. We're really well, you already like, hate this movie. Why so would you do no that? You know, really? they put a lot of shit in there that that for me to point out, people would be like, you're you just hate X. You just hate Y. I'm like, no, things are a little more. You don't you complicated than like, fucking virtue signaling. To, like, but don't there's like a lot of that in this, too. So. Uh, OK, so then we got returning. Of course, we got Jake Johnson, who voices uh 
Peter B. Parker, who was kind of like the lazy schmuck version of Peter Parker in the last movie, but now he's got a kid now. Uh, and I believe B. it's called Parker. Peter B. Parker. I think that was the distinction yeah. they wanted to make versus yeah. the Peter Parker that was in the like, first one. Peter Parker was perfect. This guy was the yeah. one that was like a little older, overweight, had mm. broken up, got divorced. He had Mary basically Jane. broken. Yeah. And now he's, but now he got back with Mary Jane. They had a kid uh, who's basically a little redheaded uh, spider kid who, you know, is doing all sorts of flips and shit. Um, he remind like reminds me of my own kid because my kid's a little redhead and does flips and shit. Uh, Marvel likes to make over the top choices to make headlines because of comic sales. It's maybe that, yeah, that might be true. they do probably true. Today uh, we got today's Daniel. Big thing, today's big thing is let's let's lazily just like either gender swap or like race swap. And and the only thing I care about is quality of story, of character, of acting, or whatever. Yeah, and that's where I'm like, I that's where I disagree with you because some of these characters do have generally good stories, but like Miles Morales. Forget but about Spider-Man like, for a second. The whole play, the the reason for the cynicism, and I've said before, is because it's yeah. like, it's like the it's it's not leading with the best actor. It's not it's not thinking about character and actor primarily it's thinking race mm -hmm. first and then filling in on the back end. And that's where it's like, like for me, when I, when I would cast stuff, I mean, I'd be working with people who were like, I simply don't cast white people. Cause that's me doing my part. And I'm like, okay, first off, right. that's fucking racist. Like, how can you be sitting there telling me you're progressive and you're saying racist shit to my fucking face. But then also it's, uh, uh, it's like, don't you think the best, actor like I, I i cast plenty of commercials you would rather like, cast the best actor versus like yeah, yeah you and, and the i best always did and they, it was always a mixed bag it was always yeah. a mixed fucking bag you know but that but but yeah. other people would be like well no we just can't allow white people because they're evil you know that that's what i'm saying that's why i'm so fucking cynical because i went through that shit and saw how awful people can be so um uh but i, I as long as it's fuck I, I i didn't have a problem with a fucking soul in this like, movie everybody was no. great i think all these characters are just kind of weird and like they all have their very distinct and um they have their distinct issues and like they all have yeah. their distinct characters which but i my I really point really like though apart from um, this movie typically the play is we're gonna do like somebody would be like hey look i wrote this really creative commercial it has uh it has like a gay person in it or something and i'd be like yeah. well the commercial isn't that creative they're like oh you hate gay people i'm like no no, I'm saying your commercial isn't creative. It's yeah. not creative to just gender swap or, or 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 race swap or something. But but they've they've switched the standard now to where it's like if you don't get on board with the swap, you're bad. If you don't like the movie, you know you don't like Ghostbusters 2016. You just hate women or something. It's like no, the movie sucks. I wanted yeah. the movie to be good, you know. So right, That's right, all. right. Please continue. Um, okay, so. Daniel Kalua, who you probably remember from Get Out, he voices the character you were talking about in Spider Punk. Uh, uh, you may remember oh. him. Yeah, I just said this. Yeah. So, but he also another one. Like, there's so many people in this cast that were also in Marvel stuff, other Marvel yeah. actual MCU stuff. Um, and this is this is the clear distinction. I'll I'll make this distinction in us in the next slide, but or not the next one, the last slide. But like Charlie, you keep ha hammering on about like Marvel keeps doing this. I'm like okay hold on a second like this marvel is separated from the mcu marvel even though they and i are get that even connected. though they, they do and kind that's of, like that's the main point they refer I want to make to it. it's like you they refer to it but like the main point is like they are not they are 
connected, but they are not connected because of how like a lot of the legal reasons. Yeah. Um, and I can see where it's like you could make that argument. It's like, well, yeah, it's a trend that's going on. But I'm like, yeah, it's a trend that was like a already pre-established in comics. And so it's like it makes sense why you would carry that over anyway to to making a stories but i feel like you kind of like don't like the idea of those stories but let's like let me get through this and then we'll kind of talk more about like yeah, this because i get what like, you're saying but i have you, words because i'm like i'm just words. like i know you're just like kind of very negative and like cynical about the whole idea of multiverse stuff but i do find like there is potential in those styles those types of stories and i do like like that but i do have like Part of me is like I do have issues with this movie in that regard. Hold on, my computer's being weird, real quick. As I always say, I don't my give a goddamn monitors. about the comics. I, I just watch the movie and then I I speak from from my heart and soul. But it's uh, your dark heart and soul. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna I'll just keep talking until you fix your. It's damn just computer. gonna be. Or, it, no, my, I, can, I can click forward here. I can click forward. Okay. Well, go. no, I'm not even done. Wait, I'm not even done with that that slide though. But, well, then okay. keep going, bro. Okay, so then we got Karen Sony voices, uh, and I can't even say this name without like butchering it the hell out of it because it's the Indian Spider, the Indian Spider Man. That's what I'll say. The Indian Spider Man. It vaguely but looked like Peter Parker, <laughs> which yeah. is really funny. <laughs> but I, 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 like I, but you know, like Charlie, you and I talk about RRR all the time, and like that was all oh, I yeah. was thinking about. It's like, oh yeah, I like, thought uh, he was cool. You know, like, I Hollywood, his... yeah, I know it's Hollywood not a yo-yo. Yeah, Whatever that was that pretty cool. Is. Um, but because yeah, so earlier in the a... movie, he'd said, why do people say ATM machine? It's eight. That means yeah. automated teller machine. Or chai machine. tea. And then, he, and then he comes in with the same thing. He's like, he's like, why do you say chai tea? You're saying <laughs> but, PT. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I'm surprised they never made the, like, they should have made the reference to DC comics because DC is detective comics. So it's detective comics, comics. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which yeah. I always thought was, they could have made a really sick funny. burn on their competitor, man. If they would have put, well, they don't, like they, I don't think they need comic to. Comics. Yeah. But I don't think they need to make that, the, but fuck this goddamn, that they would be stupid... punching down. No, my, my computer's just fucked and I just hate it right now. Well, what so are you trying to do? Email. My, my second monitor keeps going in and out and it's annoying the shit out of me. And I'm like, why? It wasn't doing this for a while. Now it does it like every time we do this now. So it pisses you me don't off. Need but anyway. To move the slide forward. I got it. Just but thank you. But anyway, the, the actor who plays uh, the Indian Spider-Man, that actually is uh, Karen Sony. And he was in, he was he in Deadpool. Familiar. He plays the taxi driver. He yeah. plays the taxi driver in Deadpool and both the de so again another person who was in a bunch of other Marvel stuff and then finally out of this list we have uh, Andy Samberg voices the Scarlet Spider who AKA Ben Riley now in the 90s there was this big event called the Clone Saga where Spider-Man is cloned and he's not sure if he's the real one or or if he's uh, he's not sure if he's the real one or not so he becomes like this edgy version of himself he changes his name to Ben Riley and he goes by the Scarlet Spider. And I think it's also funny because Sandberg's voice seems to be imitating Nick Cage, who had voiced Spider Noir in the previous film and makes yeah. an appearance into this one. But of course, there's <laughs> like that's the picture that I pulled was like when he was on SNL and he was doing his impression of Nick Cage. So I'm like, yeah. that has got to be the most meta thing to be like, oh, yeah, we're going <laughs> to you're going to be in this movie. OK, I'm going to do my impression of uh, Nick Cage. This movie being meta. No way. Right. No way, man. Uh, so then we've got uh, Jason Schwartzman plus, uh, voices the spot. Now, the spot has been a Spider-Man villain since 84. Uh, and he was even in an episode of the 90s cartoon. But usually this character is just played for as a joke kind of character. And, of course, it kind of fits in with the like 
the overall tone of these both of this movie and the last movie. Wait, okay, uh, wait, wait, finally, the, wait, wait, wait. The spot was in yeah. the '90s cartoon, not Jason yeah, Schwartzman. Yeah, yeah, but okay. The, just had to clarify. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Jason yeah, yeah, yeah. Schwartzman was in the '90s cartoon. No, no, but that would be cool if he was, right? But no, yeah. Uh, yeah the character of the spot was in. Uh, he was in the '90s cartoon, but yeah, he's always been that Who character played as a joke. Yeah. Um. Here we go. That's better. Okay. I fuck this computer, dude. Just, just f it, f it to hell. Just f everything to hell. Okay. Now I'm gonna move oh, to the last slide. Us. Here we go. Okay. So now we have connections with the other universe, the other canon, of course. Uh, so with this film being a part of multiverse, there's a lot of references to other spider media, but also the Marvel universe at large. First, we have Donald Glover. He makes a cameo in this film, which links it to the main MCU universe. Uh, Glover was a part of, part of the inspiration for Miles Morales, because back in 2011, at the time, fans were petitioning to have Donald Glover play Spider-Man in The Amazing Spider-Man. That was the one, the 2012 one with Andrew Garfield. That was originally before they had cast Andrew Garfield. Mm. Um, and at the time he had done community and there was that episode where he was wearing like the Spider-Man shirt. So a bunch of fans wanted him to play Spider-Man. Of course that didn't happen, but when we got 2017, we got Spider-Man homecoming. He plays Aaron Davis, AKA the prowler who's uncle Aaron in these movies. Uh, before he gets his suit. Hmm. So then he's sort hmm. of, he and that character's sort of always been like a Batman, like a pseudo Batman like villain slash hero, like never kind of like an anti hero type. Uh, but he's always been in the okay. MCU. Uh, and then in this film, we see him in the flesh, but with his like Prowler costume. So I always thought that was kind of fun. So and then he was this... the Prowler in this movie. He yeah. was like, he's sitting there. He's sitting there. He's with, supposed to, but he was supposed to be the Prowler. Yeah, in the right. MCU movies, he's supposed to be the Prowler. It's just like they were setting that up or they were making the hints that like, oh, yeah, he Will could potentially be the Prowler. Is that on no, the way? Like, we don't know. Okay. It's poten it's a possibility. I mean, they, they're they they wanting to do Spider-Man 4. I think it. they're in production with it. So they are like the fourth Homecoming movie or whatever they're going to call it. But yeah, yeah. they potentially like, could for do that. For anybody out there who's unaware of his Derek comedy <laughs> sketches, oh my. I mean, we watched the shit out of those in college. I, I watched mean, that was like, dude, bro rape. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> I think we're going to be monetized <laughs> now. But dude, bro rape. That was the best shit ever. Or, or Spelling Bee. Just go look up Spelling Bee. I wanted to know, mention like, that, but... My God, it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> so, uh, I heard what you, you said. Know, all those yeah, so like yeah. watching watching him blow up has been phenomenal. And it's yeah. it's cool that they just they put him in these different movies. It was There were two live-action moments, right? Be beyond when they brought in like... Uh, when they brought in... Uh, they showed Tobey Maguire briefly. They showed Andrew... Garfield they briefly. Show, so yeah, that was another um, thing I mentioned. They never, is that did they, they ever show, show uh, what's his Tom Tom Middle, Holland? Tom Holland? Did they I ever think do they that? Did. They may they may have I shown. I'm not. I, there I don't think so we saw him. But they showed Venom, yeah. right? What you're getting to is yeah. that so that show woman was yeah. Venom, right? The spot. They yeah. When the Venom? spot travels to that. No, they don't show Venom. But when the spot travels to the convenience store and the woman's just like, okay, whatever. This is just another Tuesday. He's like, yeah. oh, you've seen weird shit before. And she's like, yeah, this is nothing new. Okay. I was wondering like, oh, what okay. that was because it seemed like yeah. a, a joke. But so I that didn't was... make it through Venom. So yeah. that would explain why I didn't. He was, he's been in both Venom movies. Both. 
I think she was in both movies. I never saw the last one. I saw the first one. But yeah, I know she was in the first one for sure. So that was a reference to Venom. And then there's a brief direct reference to Spider-Way No Way Home, which is like one of the first multiverse Spider-Man movies where he says Doctor Strange and those weird nerd kids. And he was talking about what happens in that movie where they bring in all of the other movie Spider-Mans into like the No Way Home universe. Which for the record, so that was a reference I to that. fucking love that movie. That was great. If we were reviewing that, I'd be I'd be Charles of Earth 69, no doubt. Said I'm 666. And it's again, I didn't hate this movie. I'm just critical of like how it, the, you know, perfect the first one was. And this one is, like, like uh, who just said, I think Nico just said, he said, I absolutely love this movie. I didn't walk yeah. out absolutely loving it. I'm like, I appreciate the art and I liked it because Spider-Man is my shit. But you, you got to appreciate the art. It's so. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but that it's no different than when it's like, like, you know, we'll be getting to Skyfall soon. And it's like Skyfall. So it's the cinematography. Still gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to sway me on cinematography alone, you know. Uh, I appreciate that shit, but that is a cherry on top. But you got to yeah. give me some story. Otherwise, I'm just like, okay, you know. Yeah, I disagree with you. I, anyway, uh, I, you know. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I disagree. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then, of course, we you'll never say why. But, multiple... you know. No, I do. But you just go, <laughs> like, for five minutes, and you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, Kevin's right. Across the universe is the best Spider-Man to come this to come out this year so far <laughs> yeah so far. but if the first one came out or if uh no way home came out no not no way home wait yeah yeah no way home came yeah, out no home. i'd be google gaga about it so google gaga okay so then i yeah so i said we saved multiple images from both other spider-man movies and cartoons i should note that spider-man is owned by sony uh so even if the spider-man movies are mcu films they are still sony films first they just borrow mcu character remember they so, traded like, bond yeah but they basically so every time they do a new spider-man movie it's still a sony production movie that's why when you go to disney plus for uh, for the longest time you couldn't watch any of the spider-man mcu movies because they were still owned by sony now they've made some kind of deal where they put them all on disney plus i don't know what the deal is but basically all those mcu spider-man movies are Sony films that they're like, oh, well, we'll in, we'll trade you. We'll get to borrow Doctor Strange. We'll get to borrow, borrow Iron Man and Nick Fury. And they'll connect to the MCU. But they're going to be its own separate thing. And then you can borrow Spider-Man when you do your Avengers movies. And so that's kind of how they've gotten around a lot of this stuff. So even in this movie, it's all still Sony. It's all still under the Sony banner. So they own all of that stuff. The lesson uh, is finally, become, become an entertainment lawyer. Yeah. So do that, kids. That's how they do that. And then finally, and they, they have the Lego. We have the Lego Spider-Man is a reference to the writers Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, who wrote and directed the Lego movie. And, are, and they also produced Charlie's favorite movie of 2023, Cocaine Bear. They produced that? Yeah, we talked about it. Lord and Miller produced we Cocaine talked Bear? About it. They, they didn't write Cocaine it, though. Bear. They didn't write it. No. No, Had they, they written it. and directed it, it would have been a good movie. It would have been a better movie. It would have been. It would, I'm sure it would have been. It would have been exactly like like the the point I made that night. We covered Cocaine Bear. Is like you hear Cocaine Bear and you see that poster and you go, you go, oh, this is going to be awesome. You see it in your head. They would have made the movie that you see in your head. You know mm -hmm. that is funny and enjoyable. But instead, it was a giant piece of shit. Anyway, go ahead, Nance. 
Oh, yeah, Nance, what did you think of this movie? <sighs> I enjoyed it. Um, but I mean, for mostly just because of the eye candy. It's it's so cool looking. Um, but again, I it would have helped knowing it was a part one, first of all. And then like in terms of how good or bad I thought the movie was, it's not as good as as the first one. Though I don't, you just hate anything new. How dare you? The art no, style is like, so good, like, it's beautiful. How like could you were possibly say before, anything bad about like, this movie, uh, you monster? It's like I want they because really the the first good portion of the movie is like Miles and Gwen, and then it turns into this whole Miguel and the Spider Verse and all the other stuff, and it's like I want to know more about the Spider Verse and keeping all the timelines correct i felt like we got enough of that like i understood all of it i was like oh okay i, I think okay, we should have started with that you guys stuff. Were so Maybe build like, if you understand the it then explain in, it then but it's what like understand if you like, understand it then at. please explain it to me okay so what i think the movie is doing right is that they're saying that everybody's timeline or everybody's the different spider-man right they work in these different universes and so each universe much like the story that you write is supposed to stay true to whatever canon that is developed for that universe. So like the general canon for a lot of Spider-Man stuff Wait, is Spider-Man gets the Spider-Man powers. Canon like a like a like a self-aware reference, right? Because we would know canon. I felt like it was, but no, canon yeah. a, a more like, appropriate right, name would be like the things that are known pivotal to be a moment of, in a Peter Parker life. The things right, to be right. known to be a part of a story. That's yes. canon. So for them so to be like saying, this is or is not canon, was that that's more why, of a self-aware thing? I feel like it was, and here's the thing. I do think this movie, like I did, okay, this was a th note that I did write. I think the Spider-Verse movie is a film, I said the Spider-Verse movie is a film that only works because of, on a meta level, we all know who, who and what Spider-Man is in our own zeitgeist. Your mom's sure. over, or like your mom's heard, great power equals great responsibility, Like I said, should never be anybody's and I, and that was Spider-Man movie. Don't no, no, no. This, and I agree. Ever and that's something I will agree one. with. I do feel like, yeah. but that's the thing. I do feel like I agree with that because I do feel like this movie, and that's also how I feel about some of the other MCU movies, is like they only work because they exist within the framework of you've yes. already seen all these other things. And if you're a Spider-Man fan and you understand who Spider-Man is as a character, you're going to really like this movie and understand like, oh, this is that's very Spider-Man. Like everything. That's how I so describe the first movie. I say exactly I felt like that's that how this was in this movie. movie. But so, OK, so you were asking about how I felt like it works. Right. So, yeah, I felt like it was a meta type thing where they're in their heads. They're like, OK, your every Spider-Man universe has to follow a certain set of guidelines, a certain story, if you will. Right. Like there are certain pivotal moments that have happened in almost like, every iteration life of Spider-Man. Spider it needs to have. Right. These so like Spider-Man should always like Spider-Man always gets his powers. Spider-Man like even in when we talked about No Way Home, like. Or well, we didn't talk about it, but like if you've seen No Way Home, even in that movie, they're like, yeah, I had an Uncle Ben. I had that moment where, you know, my yeah. my Uncle Ben died. Like, yeah, we all had an Uncle Ben. We all had that moment of somebody telling us like, yeah, great with power. Great equals power great, with great, yeah. great, great what, what is, uh, so what everybody is, has what does uncle say again. His uncle's like, just keep going. Yeah. Which isn't exactly as fucking awesome as uh, with great power comes great responsibility, yeah. but whatever, you know. I think yeah. they, but I do feel like, <laughs> yeah. So I do feel like this movie is very meta in that sense. And I feel like that's where, I feel like that's where your disconnect is because you're like, you want hot, like I know Charlie, every time you're 
points on movies. You want something hard. You want hard facts of like within universe stuff versus like what Charlie is this? What like if I'm looking rule. at everything? What is this trying? What is the movie trying to say? A and balance I feel like of that's emotion and logic. A balance. Yeah, of those but two you things. want you want like within universe where I feel like this movie plays with the medium because it's obviously as you're watching, you're like, okay, this is an animated film. And we already know that we're watching an animated story and we're basing it off of animated, like the comic books that are, they're already their own universe and they have their own tales and their own, like really long sagas of all these different stories that have built up over time. And we see it as we're watching the movie because we see all these different iterations of Spider-Man. So when, you know, when Miguel's saying, Oh, he's breaking the canon, it's like, oh, well, you're breaking this time, this story that is supposed to be told. It's supposed to be told this way. So for me, when you're talking about emotional and all this stuff, I'm like, to me, it's like that is just a piece of the fabric of what the story is trying to say. So I don't really I don't engage. I don't disengage with that. I'm like, Do you remember. OK, wanted, so all I need to know, all I need to know is like, what is the goal of the characters and what are they trying to do? But I don't need to know, like. The specific, like, I don't understand how this works. Like, I don't need to know. You don't need to know that. What you need to know is that Miguel has had, like, his, uh, with his experiences, he had an issue similar to what Kingpin did, where he lost his family and he was trying to gain his family back. And so yeah. he was sad. He was trying to gain his family back. And he did that. He went to another universe where there was a family that he could, like, pop in. But what he found was that by doing so, yeah, by like breaking the fabric. Yeah, there was a butterfly yeah. effect and it broke sure. the fabric of that universe. And he realized, he's like, I need to put a stop to that. So that's that's his character's motivation is already established. So I'm like, okay, I'm on board. I get where he's coming from. But I don't need to know, like, well, how did it do it? Because you're describing it as like, well, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, I, I, it I, doesn't. It That's where yeah, I'm like, that's where I get Remember, to the point where I'm like, I don't need to know that because I'm like, okay, I, I'm on board. I understand that, like, all I need to know is that if a character does breaks this event that is supposed to happen then he breaks the fabric of the story and so then it already sets up all of these other yeah. pieces where they're like oh wait sense. well we my sort of thing he's universe. like i need to get back to my universe because my uncle's gonna die and, I, and there's like this premonition that that's gonna happen or yeah not his uncle sorry his dad but, it, but where it doesn't make sense though is it's like, oh, this person used a machine to get into another universe, and that. But, but yeah, but, but that's like, where I'm but, like, I but feel you're like implying then that them doing that wasn't already like it's it's right, right, ignoring right. So, the idea of free will. No, it's I know, but that's ignoring what, that's free will, what, and it's like all of this. That's okay, where that's me, where me, I was saying. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you see the movie? I do have a point. I do have a point though. Hold on. Okay, and then I want to talk about one. All right, so and it. I want to talk about the Mighty Duck movies. <laughs> I'm gonna take a piss when I get back. We're gonna talk about Wanted. Sorry, go I ahead. I just want, I just want, yeah, Nans to filibuster about talking about all the Mighty Ducks movies while we're, while we're talking about <laughs> something else. It has nothing to do with the actual argument. We should, okay, totally, so, no. we should rank the, the Mighty what Ducks I, movies. We just should. to piss everybody off. The, what's should. the next series? The next, we're gonna do the Mighty, Mighty Ducks. Ducks movies. The Mighty Ducks movies. <laughs> And it's not, it's an order that may surprise you. Like, the, yeah, that'll, be yeah, the, yeah. that'll be the tagline. Yeah. I'm like, the original, right, you cannot beat the original. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> D2 is the best one ever. <laughs> I stand by that. There's so much meaning. Dude, there is so much meaning in the first one. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, but Charlie, I think you and I will agree with this, but this is something where I'm like, I do. I do have I do have uh, issues with with the story because I do feel like they're trying to tell two different stories. Like like okay, I get it that like there are two different characters, right? And we're trying to tell different stories, but yeah. 
as far as a theme or what is all connected, I felt like I was I was wondering like, are these are these stories connected? Because okay, so this is what I wrote. I said the story has themes of parenting and destiny. I do wonder if these themes are at odds with each other because one on one hand you have destiny versus free will, which is a story we've seen multiple times with the Matrix. You're gonna say wanted. I right? like shit like that. Destined. I like shit like, like it's that. destined because you know? that's yeah. that's what I felt like this story was trying, was doing. Was yeah. is is the theme is that that Miguel is trying to represent like you cannot break your destiny. You cannot disturb, you cannot disrupt what is destined to already happen. And if you do that, you're going to break the fabric of the universe. That's what this movie is. Real said. quick. But on the other real, hand, real quick, let on me just the other hand, get this out. Oh, wait, wait, wanted, I'm, not to go. Let the go. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm okay. not finished. I'm not finished. Reminds me of me. Tonight. I'm not finished. <laughs> I'm not finished. McCurdy um, rants tonight. McCurdy rants. So then he says, okay, so there's destiny versus free will, and you see in other stories. But on the other hand, this is where I feel like the there's two different themes and they're they're playing against each other, is parents knowing best versus letting your child, your children or your children figure out um or figuring it out the hard way or leading the nest. Which about is parenting basically and family. Exactly. So we were talking about, and that's what I said. I said, is this in line with themes? What I was talking about with Bo is afraid because we did talk about that. It was how Bo is afraid is dealing with the theme of like parents know best versus letting your child know the hard way or basically no, not no, no, Megan. your children. Bo is afraid was, was, was about overbearing mothers. Well. No, Bo is yes, afraid was specifically that, about overbearing mothers. It is specifically about, but in the grand scheme of things, like that story is also talking about like, do you, if you're being basically being a helicopter parent versus not being a helicopter parent. And that's mm -hmm. where I was like, are these things like, does the idea of destiny and free will and, you know, uh, being a helicopter parent or letting your parent, your kids know the hard way, are these things that like, do they work together? And like, that's where I may had a more issues with, because I was like, I feel like they were telling two drastically different stories at different times. And maybe that's why you guys were like, I liked when they were talking about the parenting stuff, because like I was getting into the characters, Miguel and, Gwen and how they're or not Miguel, Miguel, but like, yeah. And that's where that they was were all like, too. yeah. And it felt very Spider and, and, and that's always been a Spider-Man story. That's yes. not even specifically to just Spider-Man to the movie, but yeah. like that was one story. But then of course, when we get to the multiverse, you're talking about destiny, you're talking about free will. And like the, the story ends up being like, we're going on that trajectory of like, okay, does Miles, is he suggesting that? No, this is bullshit. Like this, this thing that you fabricated of like, we have to follow this canon is bullshit because I am the anomaly. I, I got my powers from another universe. It wasn't yeah. from this universe. And that would, and if that's the case, it's kind of like, so you love Star Trek. Like you and I, we talk about Star Trek all the time. Yeah. One of my favorite, one of at least a standout episode to me is when they go to the Trill homeworld in DS9. And they talk about, no, was that DS9 or was that in TNG? doesn't matter. But in that episode, there's this lie that is put forth where they're saying that you, like a Trill has to have a host. Wait, like, put your glasses back on real quick. I need to. I need to have my glasses back on. <laughs> All right, I need to. I need to cut the Skrillex thing. I hate. I, I hate this haircut. By the way, I, I really do hate this haircut. I hate this haircut. So anyway, in that episode, in that episode, there's a lie that is put forth within this society that, like, if you have to be a Trill to support the the Trill symbiote, right? They have. You have to be of this race to support it. But what they don't know, or like they say that, like only a small amount of people can do this. Like only a small amount of people. And those are the chosen ones. But then once you find out at the end of the episode is like, that is a lie. That is not true. 
So that's where I felt like this story was trying to play into that. Where I, and again, I will say this, I think my issue might be is that maybe the parenting story and the Destiny Free Will story aren't quite at, like they feel like they're at odds at times. Like they're not, like you're trying to tell two different things and trying to pack it into this one movie. And maybe that's like really the biggest issue with the movie. Not so much like it doesn't make any sense. It's like, it, I again, I don't need to understand the, the science behind it. All I need to know is like, that's the character's motivation. That is what they're pulled for. Like that is why they're doing these things. Like that to me is like, that's enough for me to be like, okay, I get it. It's like, that's fine. Like you're trying to say the stories have to stay congruent. And that's I'm right. more in line with that too, but I just want that story storyline started earlier in the movie i want sure. more of it and i care but less it does... about the gwen thing or you can have yeah. them both at the same time you don't need to have like half the movie be gwen and miles and then the more interesting stuff I, start later i think this movie feels like we're talking about how the length of this movie and i do feel like even in the edits of the of certain scenes i felt like Things felt longer than they may have needed to be, and I do feel like this, like it, that that setup of like the pre-title sequence. Story, it was like, I guess, <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, oh, I guess well, we're watching this. It was kind of like, what was it? Um, what was that movie that came out a couple of years? ago? It was like last year, the year before that was um, uh, Drive My Car. I don't know if you you guys probably never saw it. it's a Japanese movie. It's a Japanese movie, Nans. You should watch it. You should watch it. Joan Heritage. You should watch that movie. It was a good movie though. But just watch last, half of it though. Half of. <laughs> <laughs> anyway charlie you watch anyway. anyway in that movie the movie is like the the beginning sequence is like this almost hour-long thing and that's just the pre-title sequence and then you get into the actual movie and i'm like Jeez. okay like to spend an hour watching it doing a pre-title but i do feel like that was the thing where i was like man this movie wants to savor like every little moment they don't want to cut yeah, anything we took out. all this time like, to animate all this stuff this uh, is like we're not cutting anything you're like all right well, it, remember, all the here. scenes with gwen were super abstract and i was like is the whole movie gonna be like this they went it, at times it or felt like um just that way or something it, well it felt like uh uh waking life or something or um it's uh scanner darkly where it was like so much we're animating this her and her dad about feeling like she literally what she watched it, like she's that. literally blue no i liked it but i was like yeah, is the whole cool. movie gonna be this abstract that is, but it was only so, her scenes with him that's actually from the again uh, hold on, let me do this correctly. Everything, yes, everything looks like that it, was they from took the it directly out of the they, comics. Directly from the comics. All of it, including yeah. the first movie. It, it, it's, but that's, I, that's what's brilliant about it, including putting like the text boxes with like, yeah, uh, like as he's like he's running down the street and you have text boxes going behind him, like all that stuff. I, in, in my view, the first movie could possibly be the best comic book movie ever made. Live action, I, yeah. like go James ahead and really tell your favorite James live action, but but I think taking James a comic book, taking a comic book movie and yeah. bringing it to the screen, uh, the first one is probably the top of the list. Like, good work there. Um, and then you can be like, okay, whatever, whatever live action is your favorite comic book, graphic novel movie, whatever, uh, Dark Knight, Spider Man, one, two, three, whatever it may be. Right. Uh, but but uh, enter, enter the Spider Verse. Um, into into the Spider Verse, uh, yeah, got to be at the top of the list because it perfectly uh, uses well. And something that I that I really appreciated about it is, uh, have you guys ever seen any of those? Um, uh, like there that, there was something done, uh, I guess specifically with Star Wars, right? So the entire original Star oh, Wars the movie, Spider Man, was, or Star Wars Visions. 
I, I well, I, I don't know, but, no, but what maybe... it was, what, what, there was like a, a, a thing done, kind of like a filmmaking experiment where they, they enlisted the help of the entire internet, where it was, we're going to remake all of Star Wars A New Hope, what we now know as A New Hope, shot by shot. And everybody is going to sign on to recreate a single shot. So every shot of the movie was divvied up and different people. You get a frame or like a a, a, a shot. No, a full shot. shot. And whatever that shot was. So just pick a shot and people would would recreate it with whatever they had lying around their house or claymation or whatever it was. So when you watch the whole movie. It was all those shots were edited together. So you're watching the whole movie, but it's like you're going from claymation to suddenly somebody drew it with pencils to somebody you had their little kids recreate it. it. Well, it, it's like the quality is all over the place. And that's I was kind of reminded of that watching these two movies where the animation styles switch up, where some things look so photo real that you're like, whoa, is that did they go and like shoot that as a plate? Uh, but yeah. no, it's all it's still all animation. And then it'll suddenly be super 2D. And then it'll whatever. It's like it's like it's like Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is like scale things. We're breaking out every possible way of doing scale things and all movie magic. Lord of the Rings does it all. This is like every style of animation we're gonna throw into this one flick. And and I and that's the thing. Like the first movie had the incredible animation and a story that was easily followed and was you know the the advantage is always gonna be an origin story. And that's the trouble is that you have an origin story. And that's why I've been harping on all these sequels we've covered this year is like you you kind of have to escalate. You don't have to escalate, but it certainly yeah. helps in your sequel to escalate. Um, I said at one point that like as a rule, I, I, I think I misspoke. You don't have to. But um, but it's it, but like what John Wick thing. John Wick does. A, John Wick perfectly. Yeah. He, escalates all its all four movies and then ends like like yeah. like like well done. Well done. To your point, though, McCurdy, where where I'm at is it's not like like, yes, I, I do want rules because rules give you limitations and, and those limitations allow for for general creativity and storytelling versus just like a bunch of random shit happening. But speaking of Star Trek, there was a moment I, I've been watching Voyager and there's a, there's a particular moment where what they have on Star Trek is a holodeck and they can do whatever they want on there. The holodeck, you can like, where's your glasses? You, you can. Yeah. Yeah. Put, give me your glasses. Here. Yeah, superimpose them on my face. Like the, yeah. um, you can do anything on the holodeck, just like a virtual reality program. And they, um, uh, 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 Tuvok, who's like one of the biggest badasses ever, uh, he is he's working on a hollow novel where uh, he's arguing with somebody else about how to end it, and and this other guy is like, uh, it's Paris. Paris is like. It's it's all about emotion, man. And he's like, he's like, well, actually, uh, storytelling must follow logic. And I was like, my dude. The moment I heard that, I was like, God, yeah, Tuvok, my man. Because um, we've talked about this before. It's, you can't just do random crap. There has to be some logic to it. So what I was getting at with Wanted, I wrote one little fucking note down. Loom, the goddamn Loom and Wanted was their mechanism for for fate right it was like the loom of fate or whatever and it was like this loom dictates however they i can't remember how they said that it came about but it was like this there's knots it was like there were like little knots and then the knots yeah like like, there was some but 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 again like i'm like that would weave that in this movie 
Was there though? Was there yes, like they did that in this movie? That's why I'm like, are where where are you like are you did but, you watch but, the same but, movie? But it was like I remember them showing like a little computer simulation of like here's yeah, they the show, spider verse. They're, they're basically like yeah, they so they start off and they say, Here is here is the multiverse. Because there's because yeah. again, like it does play into the thing that you seem to just kind of have an issue. And I under to be fair, I do understand your issue with because you do a multiverse, because this is why if you've ever watched Rick and Morty, that's is why the character of Rick is a nihilistic prick, because he doesn't give a shit. Because he's like, there's infinite universes with yeah. me. I could just... And, if, and for the record, if, I fucking love If something love Rick happens in this one, I'll just jump into another one. Because there's yeah. so many versions. If yeah. something happens in this one, so what does anything I can just jump into another one that's... Uh, what does anything matter? Uh, you know, that's And there's an thing. entire... Yeah, there's an entire... But yeah, that that Man, is you're the still whole... Muted. He's 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 contemplating his his video essay on Mighty Ducks, okay? <laughs> but I'm no, like right but now. you said that and I'm like, but that was in this movie. It's but like what, they do what was set there, the rules and they're like they say, okay, so they say this is the multiverse and then because But did it's they they didn't have because a loom, it's Spider-Man. Did they have a loom? They do. They have. They're like this is the web of the Spider-Verse. And like that's that was their yeah. that was their that was their loom. They're like because we have this multiverse well, and okay, then they but, but that doesn't answer the question. The... What was it? Neither what was it? Was it a computer simulation? What was it? What do you think the loom answered anything? It was like, okay, we have this loom that's just been going on, and that's how we decide. No, but the, the again, loom, again, the loom gave again, names loom of people decides... that had to die. This yeah, was this was just decides... this just because hey, they had a projection that showed a bunch of webs interconnecting way. doesn't mean they have some kind of mechanism for what neither the ultimate shape of reality should neither be. Neither does loom. Yeah, neither does one with the loom because the no, yeah, no, no, it does. The, the no, no, loom no, no, actually no, gives no. you something tangible. The loom gives you names. They just had a projection on on in 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 like a in a room that was but like. Why do you need? Here's to know, a bunch like, of interconnected stuff. That's the same thing, dude. Okay. This is, this is what I'm getting at. This is what I'm getting at. So you have a spider in the first movie. You have uh, you have a spider that, that would have right. bit a Peter Parker of a different universe. And that spider uh, gets gets jumped There's over to yeah. Miles' universe and bites right. him. And then it's like, right. that should never have happened. Well, how the fuck do you know that, dude? Because it did happen. So what do you mean it couldn't have happened? It shouldn't have happened because it did happen right. because a guy right. did something to with a machine right. that but caused that. that. Again, Who but, the fuck okay, are you to Charlie, be like that? Charlie. Should never have happened. Exactly. But exactly. But okay. well, that's why more, we need more info on the spot. But that's and that's again. I, I think the ultimate henchman. Well, and, and that was his thing. He was like, "Spot never on. would have been created if not for you." And, and it's like, none of this makes sense. Right, you're saying that, but you're like, you're like, okay, but Miguel is like Miguel's Spider-Man 20, 2000, uh, 2099. Like that's his old motivation. Is like I have like everything has to stay the same, right? You're just like because he has his own weird framework of like this is the Spider Verse. This is how everything is all connected. We all have the similar similarities. This is why we are, are in the Spider Verse. Because like for instance, going back to Rick and Morty example, there is I think towards like the season like, five or whatever, they make this point. They make a point. Hold on. Let me put my nerd glasses on. They make this point. <laughs> Fucking Skrillex hair right there. There we go. You better hurry up because I want to talk about Uncle. They make this point Aaron. in that. You, they make that point in Rick and Morty. And this is again why I like multiverse stuff. They're like, yeah, Rick's a narcissist though. So Rick is only like talking about the Rick universes versus in this thing it's we're only talking about the spider universes because even if you have a mult like a vast the multiverse, record i fucking love rick and morty i have i, I love know. rick and morty 
But when you right. apply it to something so like then, Spider-Man, but then, everything okay, becomes so, nihilistic. But yeah, I'm Rick and Morty you, is great because it's nihilistic. I'm asking you, though. My precious Spider-Man like is suddenly fucking nihilistic. Like, I know, but you're saying that, and you obviously know that Miguel is the one behind it, and he's convinced all these people. It's like, no, we need to do this thing. We need to like make sure the canon it stays the same. And then, of course, we have our protagonist here, who's uh, who's Miles, and he's like, like, and then he's being told, oh, you're an anomaly. You're a nobody. You shouldn't Dude. even exist. And he's like, what the, f like, and exactly your point is like, well, who are you to tell me that I shouldn't exist? And that's like the driving if force part of the story. Two, if part two is him going back and destroying that whole operation, that would be great. But I would, I would have appreciated if this whole movie had nothing to do with the, I'm lying to my parents and Gwen being like, I'm lying to my dad and all that crap. Instead, if they were going to do and this again, multiverse I, I don't stuff, know why, if you're going to do this multiverse like stuff, stuff, just okay. have it be like he goes to see them and he's all excited mm -hmm. to join this, this Spider-Man team. But right. it's kind of it's kind of weird. It's kind of off a little bit. And then he realizes that Miguel is maybe kind of like uh, a little that, more corrupt or a little more sinister movie. than everybody thought. And then and yeah, that happens. But it should have been about him then bringing that system down and kind of being like, you know what? Fuck you. And and that that's all there, but it's all watered down by all this crap with his parents and with Gwen's dad and all that. It's like I, I, this is one of those rare instances where I'm like, pick a lane, pick a lane, do one or the other. That, and, and I would have that what you're talking about goes back first, to what I'm talking about. At with first, he's working things. for the spider uh, police. And everything's all good, but eventually right. there's like that twist where it's like, no, actually, you're an anomaly too, and we need to get rid of you. And he's like, you know yeah. what? Uh, fuck all that. Own. Like I'm, I'm, fuck like off. this is all. I'm bringing all of you down too. And right. and then they, you know, it, like if he would have just ended up destroying the whole thing, but no, it was all watered down with the parent stuff, and then it ended up being a part one. And we'll see in part two. Maybe I will eat all right. these words when part two comes out, right. and they fulfill no. all this stuff. But but I think as of right now, like, I'm just like, it sounds <laughs> like that. It sounds like you and I agree, at least on the fact that it does feel like there were two, you, you leave two different storylines that were going like one direction. Not like the movie. Yeah. Not like you dislike the movie and not that you love the movie. You're just like, oh, yeah, I even during, no, even during, I'm I like, I hate this. Like, they're, they're, a, like as end. I'm watching it, I'm like, what am I supposed to be getting out of this versus the first one? I'm so in. The first one, I'm so engaged the whole time, and I'm laughing my ass off. And then, yeah. and then, and then this this big boy's crying tears, man, super manly tears. But it, it's it's that first one is like untouchable. And then this one, like here's 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 what what I think kind of would have helped in in, in what I'm saying is um like you have a bad guy, you have a bad guy who can actually. Uh, Sorry, I'm uh, laughing at your well, name. wherever he wants. Uh, Nans is just having a good time with my nameplate. <laughs> um, uh, you have a bad guy who can who can go. Let me backtrack. The first movie okay. ends with the first movie was just like, here's a machine that allows us to traverse the multiverse. OK, cool. Machine gets destroyed because it has to be destroyed. Then it turns out that none of that mattered because like uh, apparently the spider police can can do it as much as they want oh that whole thing about your like phase shifting doesn't matter we give you a wristband and it's all good like problem solved okay fuck it but um you have a bad guy though who has the ability to go to whatever universe he wants so 
Uh, and that is a direct consequence of the first film. That's how sequels work. It's like, remember that thing that happened in the first movie? Well, now there's a consequence for it. The, the, the good guy thought he was getting away scot-free. No, there was a consequence. I love me a sequel that does that. So Spot should have been like, like the main baddie of this. And, and he vaguely was, but not really. So Spot could have been the mechanism for how everybody, the gang gets back together, right? Like he, maybe he like pulls Peter into another universe and then that's how maybe he gets back with Gwen or whatever. But instead it's just like Gwen can go whenever she, wherever she wants, whenever she wants uh, uh, pregnant black spider woman can go wherever she wants, whenever she wants. Um, but my point being that spot could have been the mechanism for, for why the sequel is happening um, because otherwise there aren't any limitations when, when it's just like, Oh no, there's a whole spider police thing. That's like the TVA and they go everywhere and they, they do whatever they want. Um, but they, the, the, it just like the, the devices they had Man's make the first muted. movie, it, it makes the first movie irrelevant, you know, at, at a certain point, as opposed to building on the first one. So, um, and what's kind of ironic though, is that when the first movie came out, I would, people ask me what I thought about it and I'd be like, I think it's near perfect. I think my only gripe with it is I, I, I needed some context of where the fucking spider came from. And that's just funny. Is this movie answered this that? This movie does that. Spot, but I, like, I'm, ex like, I'm excited. I brought that spider to you and I was like, Oh, okay, cool. I, okay, I am excited to see. I'm excited to see because the spoilers, I am excited to see where the next one starts off because I do like that idea of like an alternate being very specific. Like again, like these movies, at least, the multiverse thing and this is why i thought this is as far as the multiverse movies i've seen maybe one of my favorites or my be like one of the better ones because i do like how unlike live action they can really really demonstrate a vast difference in between different universes more so than they could in the spider man yeah. no no way home but i i do love like we were talking about how like vast the multiverse can be and what can be confusing is you're just jumping it's more just being a tour guide you're like you're jumping through all these different universes. You're kind of getting this little glimpse of what everyone looks like. Like, okay, this is the Spider Funk universe. It looks like a Sex Pistols uh, 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 album cover. And then this is the Indian universe where it's like everything in New York is like India. And then this is the, you know, like and you're just jumping back and forth between all these different universes and seeing all this stuff. What I'm excited more about is that we're going to get this story in the next one of seeing like this alternate version of what Miles' life could have been had he not been uh he had not gotten become spider-man and it's almost like this flip thing where now it's like oh no you're not spider-man now you're the prowler He's and like, guy, you're not a yeah. good guy you're a bad guy yeah and like i want to see that like that's that's the thing i'm like more i'm like i like that they introduced that i like that to me is more of a specific narrowed story versus like I think that, yeah, with this, it's just like, holy crap, there's all these Spider-Man. There's and so I many thought, different like, things. I do think all of that stuff's fun, because if you're a Spider-Man fan and you've watched multiple different cartoons over the years and television shows and read the comics, you're like, oh, wait, that's from this video game, or that character's from this version of Spider-Man, or that's from this mm. thing. Like, I loved all of that. And I, I mean, again, I loved and, all and again, of that. I'm, like, uh, I'm not going to contend with that. Like, I, I, I again, right. I'm sitting here saying I... I like my version, like of, my version of heaven. So, yeah. My version of heaven is I die and I <laughs> and I come back as yeah. motherfucking Spider-Man. Char, have like, you played ever the to be more recent Spider-Man games? Spider They're what? supposed to be pretty good. Spider-Man games. I, I played oh, they're on PlayStation, the day. right? Yeah, yeah, I played them back in the day. 
like on game. Well, he's talking about oh, there's pretty new ones. About, no, he's talking about the new ones on on PlayStation. Like there's yeah. uh, two there's new ones. On but even like again, the the whole mechanism of like the whole big, like if if um if they would have if it would have been he he starts to work for the spider police and he's all excited about it and then they they have him do something that he's uncomfortable with, oh, or they eventually are like turns out you're also an anomaly and we have to destroy you. That would have made more mm -hmm. sense than your dad has to die because he already like, like remember it's not, it's not father Ben it's uncle Ben. And we yeah. had that it's Aaron Davis, right? That's his well, uncle's name. Okay. Right? His uncle, clear, hang clear. on, hang on. His uncle fucking Wait. died in the first one. So he had the whole death of a father right, figure right, thing. Right. And so, yeah. but then it's like, well, no, now your dad has to die, too. It has to be a father Why? figure that well, works they're, in law they're enforcement. The, they're yeah, that's so fucking stupid. That doesn't take into account at all that different, different variants have different stories. Like maybe Aunt May died for some people or whatever, but it's like, no, 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 you're fucking dead. We got to kill your fucking dad, too. Yeah, bro, we got to kill your fucking dad. The whole world's going to end. It's like, this is stupid. This is fucking stupid. Calm down, spider ants. That's your name. Put spider ants down. That's that's, spider a, ants. that's the one. Spider ants. No, what I I'm saying though is again, we were talking about the whole canon, right? Of Spider-Man. Yeah. There are multiple different deaths that Spider-Man deals with throughout the Spider-Man story. It's sure, not but just I don't give the a Uncle fuck. Ben story. I don't give but a fuck. He learns lessons from each of those. And like again, Gwen yeah. Stacy's death is one of those stories where he's like, he's trying to get close to somebody, and then he realizes that getting close to somebody is hard for him because if he does that, he knows that his adversaries are after him. And that's something that like, I feel like we never, especially in the new MCU, like we don't really grasp a lot of those stories. And that was something I felt like is missing in comic book or sorry, superhero stories in general, because a lot of times superhero stories in the past were always like, why do you wear a mask? Because if someone found out who my kids were, who my, my wife was, who, you know, my grandpa was any of that stuff, they would be, and they were my, and like they were my adversary. They're the villain or whatever. They would come after them and they would kill them. And I would, you know, like of course that's how they would get to me. And that's what happens in Spider-Man in like the early stories where Green Goblin follows him home and figures out that oh, you know, Chucky Rance has a huge arachnid penis. <laughs> I did like that Matrix Spider, but like that was, but that's what I was line weaving thing. But that's what I was saying with um. But that's what I'm saying with this is that like you're you're focusing on the Uncle Ben one. I'm like, yeah, that Uncle Ben thing does happen, but there are other deaths that Spider-Man deals with, and that's why they're like, that's why they're linking this specifically to Gwen Stacy's dad dying because that does happen in the comics where he dies, and now well, then, there's like Gwen like, Stacy's dad like, makes that oh, promise. Oh, dad, and he's you're like, gonna quit. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, I guess you're not gonna die because yeah, you're not a cop right. anymore. Yeah. We're <laughs> okay. done. So it's just so like, wait, wait, like wait, Miles, up, go home up. and just make your dad like force him to retire. Problem solved. Just, right. Because he's not bank, in law enforcement anymore. He right. doesn't have to die. It's just like just stupid. Well, okay. So it's there was okay. Stupid. There is one. There's one thing that I did want to mention that has nothing. It has nothing to do with the uh, uh, the spider deaths and all that stuff. Was so again the story is pushing this whole thing with Miguel is like we need to keep the canon secure. Like you cannot change the canon. This has to be. This has to the the web of Spider-Verse has to stay the same. Everyone has to have their pivotal canon moments that happen, and they all have to happen. And he already had else, one. Okay. Or else we break the fabric of space and time, right? So they, that's his whole thing. And and then, again, but what I find is funny and interesting is that, like, when we talk about Spider-Man and the zeitgeist, we talk about Peter Parker, generally speaking. Miles Morales is a, a relatively newer thing that He's people have been talking about. 
he's but again he's he's different and so is spider gwen but again both of those things have become very popular in in recent years she's but okay, of course though. we talk she's about okay not my when we she's, talk about spider-man but gwen when we talk about spider-man we generally talk about peter parker right and i find it funny that the character that is pushing this whole canon agenda is not peter parker he's miguel yeah. o'hara he's not a peter parker which is and more I love interesting that... had they and honed I love... in on that where it was like it's, it's, I... it's, it's, right. it's like when you be like right. hey well, hitler on. hitler you're not blonde haired blue eyed and he's like exactly oh you're like that, exactly. that's more interesting but, love... but no they that's they why the movie that. should have focused in on that, that shit and ignored all the fucking family crap you do that though because there is a moment where he's like peter b parker comes in and he's like why aren't you funny like every other spider-man is supposed funny, to be funny. Yeah, yeah. That is supposed to be a trait of Spider-Man, and you're yeah. the only one who's an asshole, who's a Chucky Rance in this in this equation. I'm curious like, what ah! happens, like if you can see all the the Spider Verses, um, and their timelines aren't necessarily in line. Some are more advanced, some are not as advanced. Can he see? Maybe this goes into the comic books. Can he see a Spider-Man that's about to die? And do they do anything about it or just leave them? Can they pull that Spider-Man out of that universe and then he just chills? And but again, universe. like that's why I'm like, I feel like the story in the meta sense is like trying to say like everything has to say has to be like this, and the creators are saying like it doesn't always have to be the same thing because then it's boring because it's the same shit and we've seen it a hundred times. And they're trying to say like it's okay if stories diverge from what. The actual story like that's i think that is what the theme is trying to say i do think it's just hard when you have that and then the same time we're doing this story about parents who are like having to be good parents to their kids and like finding the struggle of like when do i let my kid do his own thing and like that's sort of attached to the destiny versus free will thing but it's also kind of like muddy that because then you're like okay oh it's great power when, comes when... great responsibility there was always yeah. that that stuff always made more sense when it was like if you know if my parents find out who I am then their lives will be at risk right and that was why and it's a good moment when when Gwen shows her face because her dad's about to arrest her very early in the movie yeah. her dad's about to arrest yeah. her she pulls the mask off who doesn't love moments of unmasking those are like the best moments in superhero right. movies right. in general and she does it and then for some reason her dad's still like. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say. It's like, really? Really, Dad? Like, I thought that was kind of fucking stupid. Yeah, because he's but, an um, asshole. But, but he's not an asshole. Like, he should have been built up as a fucking asshole, but instead he had been built up as, like, a good dad. Who's like, he's like, he's like, hey, I'm trying to find the guy who murdered your best friend. And she's like, yeah, Dad. Right, because he's too blind. You know? Yeah, he's all, like, focused on that, but he completely... Like, and again, this this was something I was thinking about when I was watching this, was that it's a very Spider-Man thing that tends to happen to him, even in the Peter Parker stuff, is that Spider-Man gets blamed for a lot of crap that was not his fault yeah. to begin with, because yeah. he was at the event at the time. Because he was at the scene, to... yeah. But every Spider-Man, you killed my dad! Go back, ah. watch every Spider-Man cartoon, watch Spider-Man movies. Yeah. It's always the same story. Spider-Man is doing good. Like he and like yeah. they talk about this no in the movie. Good as well. deed goes he is trying to go do a good deed. He is trying to save people. He's trying to rescue people. He's trying to do all that yeah. stuff. 
But what tends to happen is people see him in the, the like, of course, like we talk about this in James Bond all the time, right? Like you have to have people that are willing to do like somewhat bad things to stop these more bad people from doing yeah. worse things. Right. Yeah. And that's what Spider-Man has always tried to maintain. I mean, he doesn't usually do bad, bad things, but, you know, he's always trying to stop things. But he's a vigilante. A he's lot, a lawbreaker. He at, at right. Every superhero but is, a, what is always a lawbreaker seems to happen, at the end of the day. What always seems to happen in every Spider-Man iteration or whatever story, what always happens is he goes out, he's trying to do something good. He stops the Green Goblin, he stops Doc Ock, whatever it might be. But while they're in these fights, there's all this damage that happens to the city. And people, there are people that may or may mm. not get injured or hurt. There's right? a civil war. Spider-Man, who blames, but who do they blame? Everyone wants to blame the good guy because yeah. their thinking is like, well, if it wasn't for Spider-Man, then we wouldn't yeah. have all these villains. Jake Jonah Jameson, if it wasn't for fucking... Yeah, and it's like, it, even ah. when it makes no sense, even when it makes no yeah. sense, it's always, let's blame Peter Parker. And so in that logic, I'm like, yeah, that's that that carries over to the Gwen Stacy story where it's like, but even yes, Gwen Stacy's dad's I like... I even agree up until, like, up until her dad's like, you have the right to remain silent. And I was like, what? And even she's like, dad, what? Obviously, <laughs> I didn't kill Peter. Why are you arresting me? He's like, Anything right. you say can well, it's like this is. But like he thinks that he sees that, now. and that's where he's like conflicted. And like I do, yeah, I do appreciate was... like they're trying to create conflicted characters who are like trying to figure out what they're trying to do. I again, I'll go back to the thing that I think is weak about this movie is that I do feel like, and I the think you and I agree, split. the themes do feel split. They feel like yeah. they're doing two different themes, and yeah. that to me is just the weakest part of the movie. I that, okay, that's so, what I think so you and remember... I. Agree. Remember this though. Remember, uh, uh, the the first one ends with um, Miles laying in bed, and suddenly you hear the voice of Gwen, and it's mm -hmm. clear that she's opened up a portal, and she says, "Hey, you got a minute?" And it's like, "Okay, cool. The sequel is going to be so that, that was him hanging out first, with Gwen again." That's in the first that movie. That was in the first movie. And what would have okay. been what I would have been totally fine with, like a Wizard of Oz like type of thing, where mm -hmm. we start with her her intro because it was cool to see her backstory, where it's like, oh wow, yeah. her Peter Parker became the lizard, and yeah. uh, she ended up mm -hmm. killing him essentially. Um, and he then was and then she. So who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was he was like, I just wanted to be cool like you. I'm just, I'm just waiting <laughs> for this movie to like get to the point where we get to the next movie, and she's like, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not into guys. And like, like that's yeah, the lead yeah. up to yeah. all these movies. I'm like, I feel like like I'm like if they or they're they're gonna say, Oh, they they are in a romantic relationship. And I'm like, that would make yeah. sense, but it's just it would I'm ethically non-monogamous with every Spider-Man except <laughs> you. <laughs> like what happens if they get together and have a baby? Where does that baby live? What universe? Like that would be so yeah. messed up. But anyway, so so uh what was I saying? Uh basically once once they do her story, because we her backstory, great. That's a that's a great way to open up this movie. And then uh, to have her then go snatch up Miles and just pull him into the Spider-Man police force. And then the rest right. of the movie is the Spider-Man police force. And we're zipping around the multiverse doing different things. And Introduce then a, Miles and then to it so that we all get introduced to it, too. Yes. And then again, just like wanted, it's like it's like here's here's the framework of the and he says the Spider-Verse and they go. Uh, Miguel's like, that's a stupid name. It's actually the the arachnid multi-layered universe of life or whatever the fuck he says. Like, like that stuff would have been uh, it, it, like bring us into this world. But instead, it's bogged down with Spider-Man 2 where 
Like I, I we could have skipped all of the Spider-Man two crap and I would have been very happy with it. And that would have been what I always talk about where it's like, take your sequel and escalate the first movie. We're trapped on earth, you know, three, six, eight, whatever the fuck it is where it's miles is earth. Get away from this for the sequel. Just take us to uh, the multiverse. Take us to Spider-Man police headquarters. Introduce us to that. All these other spider people. And then and then he goes off on a mission. And it's like, you got to get to uh, Mumbai, Hatton, and, uh, <laughs> and and do this thing. And then as it's as that goes on, maybe it's like at first he's, he's in his naivete. He's like, oh, uh, we're doing good things. Uh, working for the spider police. And then it turns out that they actually, they have some ulterior motive or whatever. But, but again, the movie gets bogged down by all of these Spider-Man two crap, which a we've seen before, which isn't such a bad thing. If the whole movie would have been Spider-Man two, that's a different story. But it, but in the end, if your movie's going to be about the multiverse and you're bogging it down by McCurdy, uh, and you're, and you're bogging it down with all the stuff about, um, He's got the link. He can get back in here. Uh, that that's where I'm like it's it's kind of it, that's what kind of weakened it for me was just this this like general um, uh, uh, as McCurdy himself laid out where it's like you have the family stuff and then you have the multiverse stuff. I would have I would have thoroughly appreciated yeah. just the multiverse stuff. Yeah, just the multiverse saying. stuff. You know, I wanted more of that. And explain I, I mean, it certainly. further. Let me see more of it, how it works, what Miguel's up to, like more of yeah. more backstory of the key alternate Spider-Man yeah. Spider-People. Exactly. So, uh, okay. Well, spend while, so much um, time on Gwen and it's like all Gwen for the first half. And it's like, if you want a lot of Gwen, like mix it in, but yeah. 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 So her, her backstory, cool because her backstory yeah. is interesting. But then from there, there's just a lot of like moping and, and all that crap. I, it's just like uh, at a certain point, I was like, where the fuck is Miles? You know, so but this is this is what happens when you sign this, on is for, this movie a, a two for a two part younger sequel. crowd than the Tom Holland ones. I don't know. But when you sign on for a two part sequel, what you inevitably get, um, <laughs> what you inevitably get is uh, um, uh, uh, fat you get fat stuff instead of making one sequel, you get uh, a bunch of filler. Mm. You know, it's just, it happens every time they do this. So, I mean, take, um, like uh, we can do anything. Let's do it all. It's one like of my favorite much, fan edits ever is I took the, the two sequels to the matrix reloaded and revolutions. And I cut them into one three hour movie. And I think it's fucking perfect. You did something similar you know? or we're thinking about it for the Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man Right. Uh, Why don't you make a Charlie Spider Verse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, start, <laughs> Charlie's I started into yeah. the Charlie Verse. Well, I started in on a on, on a cut that would get rid of. Uh, is does McCurdy need us to tell me guys? <laughs> I'm stuck in the rant verse. It's your I can't get out. It's just rant up, verse. Dude. You guys are like Nance. Nance is like Nance is like you, Charlie, in this universe. Oh no! Like, Did your computer you die? No, like Charlie, you only use two word sentences, and they've already <laughs> killed me. And somehow I'm stuck in this universe. It's and and movie you know what's crazy? movie you know what's crazy? bad. You know what's crazy? Movie <laughs> bad. They put Zodiac. Oh, Zodiac is number one on their list, guys. Like it's it's messed up. Zodiac's number one on their list. 
McCurdy, get out of there. I can't. Get out of there. I'm trying. My computer's broke. Dude, I got zapped into the other. I got zapped in the he other. lost his bracelet. God. I don't Dude, have the bracelet. My bracelet gotta, broke. We got to get you a new fucking. Are you Skrillex computer, in that God universe? I, yeah. Dude, they. This universe is messed up, man. This video quality ain't bad, though. If it you want to just hang out right here. Hang out right here. My. my as well. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was going to I was going to talk about some things that. while you were gone our, as our resident progressive. I was going to I was going to put my agenda in here. Oh, God. But um, but real real quick, I just because I, I let's just change the subject a little bit because we we've been talking a lot about how this movie's themes are kind of it's just they're scattered. It's like, you got but, two, um, yeah, you got a you got a theme that is just they're two different ones. And it's like, yeah. pick one. Yeah. Pick yeah. McCurdy is in missing two. Yeah. Or missing miss, missing one. Searching two. Missing one. Yes. Um. Or but finding. uh, 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 it's buffering. That's the episode. That's, okay. it should be called buffering. If you're gonna do some gender <laughs> flipping, the the first the, in the first movie, Doc okay. Ock is like the perfect gender flip, right? Where you just have this just this scientist wait, lady. Wait, 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 back up, back up. So you're, what's your issue with gender flips? What, what, no, what? no. Well, well, I made the point earlier where gender flips, race flips, right, they're, right. They're, they're you're, typically yeah, they're typically um they're they're used as like uh hey look how creative this is we 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 gender flip this story's different we go, no, no no it's not creative to just story. it's like you have this character that died right like this character is usually it's always been used as like a a uh a tragic tale in the spider-man universe and that's why peter parker is always afraid to get close to new people and until of course he meets uh peter meets mary jane and stuff but like they've always used it as like this is why peter has to be more careful with who we like how, but I'm, 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 I, what i'm getting at though is doc ock doc ock in the first in, into the spider-verse right where where it's revealed where she's like my name is is dr olivia octavius or whatever like that that's like that is the perfect gender flip that type of stuff that okay. flavor of stuff where she's um she's just scientist lady until mm -hmm. all of a sudden like she's got like these eight arms come out and you're like oh my god there's not god like that's that is where gender flipping is actually creative versus um generally where gender surgically are though. are not as creative Wait, yeah like uh, are you talking about spider woman hormones specific God, you're like a child wandering in a I don't know what, with no... I don't know where you're going. That's <laughs> this is me. I'm like, where where are we going here? Like what I'm talking about going. I, I am I'm just I'm talking about the first movie because you like your box. computer broke He's and now you're sitting in a basement. I'm sitting in my basement, bro. My um, I don't know what happened, dude. My my computer basically lost all power. But anyway, let's yeah. just uh, <laughs> Oh, there we go. Okay, here we go. So okay, and then as for the self-aware stuff, uh in the first movie. Right. Just just an example of of uh, two things, because we talk about this a lot, like as franchises go on, they inevitably become self-aware because somebody's like, wouldn't it be really funny if he like looked at the camera and said this never happened to Sean Connery? That would be so funny if we right. did that. Right. And right. then everybody else is like, you're stupid. But um, in the first movie, there's uh, 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 Peter B. Parker says they're they're spying on fisk and he's like he's like yeah he'll probably say something to her like uh to the scientist he'll be like you have 24 hours to do this and then they cut down to fisk and he's like 
you have 24 hours. And, and he's like, yes, yeah, I told you like stuff like that is, is self-aware, but it's, it, that is creative, fun, self-aware where it's like, yeah, I wouldn't it's, call it's, but I, it, it's, it's it, because Peter's been through so yeah. many adventures that he's like, yeah, usually this happens. And then this happens. Right. The stuff that I don't like is when it, it was like, Miles says something like, uh, when are we going to get, uh, who else are we going to meet or something like that? Right. Uh, are there other spider men or something? And, uh, Peter B Parker says, we'll save it for comic-con. And you're like, what's comic-con you're like, okay, like, okay, fuck you. That, like that type of self-aware stuff is stupid. And they referred to comic-con in this movie, but they did it well where his mom was like, is this that thing where you dress up like the movie character right. at the comic-con? And it's like, okay, that's, that's good. But, but, there, like my my vibe with self awareness is like you got to do it like that first one, and when you do it like the second one, I'm just like, shut up, Lord and Miller, shut up. I liked. Uh, up. I was gonna say one of my favorite moments in the movie was the uh, the flip of what universe you're in, and I love the edit of that because it's like you you're you're in the you're in you're thinking like oh he flip like at first. You're like thinking, oh, he went back to his universe and everything's hunky dory. And like, he's going to talk to his yeah. mom, going to come out. And he's going to say, look, I'm Spider-Man. And, you know, like, I, I don't care if you're mad. It's like, I, this is what I do. I got to say. He never said, is dad OK? Because she would have said, your dad's fucking dead, bro. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah he just says, is everything OK? Or something. Like you're under, but but I do feel like if you're paying attention, you can say, see the tells because earlier in the movie when Gwen is in his bedroom, there's like a box and there's this toy and she opens it. You is don't it see the any box? of that stuff. Like if you look careful, oh. you never see any of the stuff in his bedroom. So like, yeah, you can, if you're, if you're paying attention, you can catch like he's yeah. in the wrong universe. And like, they had already made the point where he's like, yeah, your spider spider. Uh, the spider that bit you is from a different universe. It wasn't from your universe, but, but, so but make, that they make those points. I mean Hold on, they make those points, but then like when I watch that scene, I'm like, this is great because if you don't, if you're not paying attention, you're just like, oh, he's in his universe. And the way they cut to Gwen, yeah. and you're thinking like Gwen's right outside and she's gonna, she stops the Scarlet Spider, and you're like, okay, like they're gonna meet up. And then you find it, then it's like dropped where she's like, wait, is that that Comic Con thing? And she's like, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm fucking Spider Man. And she's like, yeah, yeah, your uncle's gonna be home in a little bit. And you're like, wait, because what? There and is then a, realize, it's funny. It's like the world without Spider Man, everything's on fire. Like it was just like a hellscape. <laughs> like that's my it like Gotham. It's like Gotham, yeah. But but like even worse. But but I, and that 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 I can do this. I can like I can like squint and I can be like, okay, that's fine. Because the computer, the logic is that the they they have this computer. The Spider Man police have this computer that can determine what universe you're from, and yeah. they'll send you back. And so it was like they could do that with any kind of organic creature and send them back to their universe. So technically, uh, uh, Miles Morales would have two. He would have the spider that bit him, mm -hmm. but then he would, but then he himself would indicate one. So you'd think the computer would have been like, "This guy's split." But yeah. for the sake of the movie, I'm okay him. with Send them being like, to one well, I think, I, I think it was yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they could have done that. They could have sent his powers back to Earth 42 well, and sent him back less, without yeah. his powers back to yeah. his well, Earth. Point with you know? that, right? Weird point with that. Oh, oh no. Let me, let me go to a real, okay, this is a real nerdy weird point about that. Is that they they established that it's all based around 
that it's this DNA of the spider, the thing that gave you the powers. That is how they established. But no, they were sending, they were sending like, they were sending like random gorillas and shit back to their, they were sending anomalies (laughs) back to their universe. Right. right? But then like, this is what I find that's really funny about that is that like, not all the spider people got their spider powers because some spider bit them. Yeah. Even spider, like, so the spider, the pregnant spider woman in the comics, that's not how she got her powers. She didn't get bitten by a spider. There's actually this whole other she thing had with the sex high with a spider. No, like remember the high, the high, the high evolutionary in the garden. Her baby is a spider. Spider. Or like spider. That's what's giving her powers. No, is there's it, just is like, it Petty or Pe- Patty or Peppy or whatever the the little Asian girl who is like she's probably my favorite of all of them. Where she's it's just like an anime <laughs> character. I am you know, and she's like, yeah. I have a, I have a psychokinetic link with my the spider. You know, that, she's the shit. But she, she just has a spider that like crawls around on her. That is her best friend. She never got bit by it. She just has a, a psychokinetic this is like connection an- with it or whatever. So, yeah, McCurdy, yeah. this this automatically cuts out your mic when I talk. It's kind of really fucking useful. I could just talk over you as much as I want. You, t- you do it You're all. At- yeah, you go ahead and keep trying to talk. I have such an advantage over you right now because as much if I just keep filibustering you, it doesn't matter what you say. I can just keep overriding your voice. I think that Mighty Duck. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm here sitting there like Mighty Ducks 3 is a piece of garbage. <laughs> and you're all like Mighty Ducks, Mighty Ducks, uh, the other Mighty Ducks one's better, or Mighty Ducks 3 is the best one because let me yeah. tell you, they go to college and it's not actually college, but that's the best one. And I've already laid out every argument. I why can't wait. Mighty Ducks, I Mighty can't Ducks wait. one is the best Mighty Ducks. Unfortunately, I can't wait. I I think that you and I would agree. You're you're gonna be like because because I would go into it and I'd be like Mighty Ducks two is the best one, and that's what most people would say is the best one as fan favorite. But then when you watch Mighty Ducks two, you're like, it's not. It's actually story wise, it's not as good. And Mighty Ducks one is actually the superior Mighty Ducks. I, I I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna flate my mic as I usually do. Yeah. So, like, anyway. Anyway, so uh, the the only last thing I wanted to talk about uh, with my love of Spider-Man mm-hmm. is just in general. And again, that's why uh, uh, Uncle Aaron Davis just being like, "Just keep going, bro," is kind of weak. Um, the whole idea of with great power comes great responsibility is probably the greatest fucking message of all time like of all time not only does spider-man just the shit like i just want to be spider-man i just want to i just want to i want to die and i want to be reincarnated as as spider-man and be web slinging around buildings and trees and all that but that line is uh fan fucking tastic and then at the end of the first movie they actually put up a quote from stan lee that says that person who helps others simply because it should or must be done and because it is the right thing to do is indeed, without a doubt, a real superhero. Um, love that shit. They put that up at the beginning of the that of into the Spider-Verse. And because um, uh, the whole thing is in, even in the uh, uh, Civil War, when they bring Spider-Man into the MCU, he even mm-hmm. says he's like, you know, at, at some point he's like, I think uh, I think Tony Stark is like, you know, why don't you use these powers to bang chicks? And he's like, dude, I, I, you know, he's like, 
<laughs> he doesn't say that. He's, Get the he's, fuck he's, out he's, of here. he's straight up says that. He straight up says that. But straight up but says like, that, right? But he's like, he's like, yeah, I could use these powers to be the star of the football team. Universe. But like, but he's like, I, I didn't have them. Universe. I didn't have them before, and you know, now I'm. Uh, I I got to continue to be me regardless, and 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 do the right thing and all that. And that's right. that's that is the charm of Spider Man is that he could uh he could he could be a bad guy. That's the, again, that's the whole thing with Bond. That whole rant I went on breaking down the Bonds. The whole point of it was that he is a bad guy. Like Bond is a bad guy, but he's on the side of goodness for the sake of goodness, and that makes all the difference. Because any one of these good guys could be a bad guy. Any one of these bad guys could be a good guy if they if they chose with their free will to do, you know, whatever the opposite. And that, that that's the like we've been talking about um, uh, quantum or I've been editing the shit out of quantum. And, and with that, too, it's like, well, why does quantum do what they do? Why does Spectre do what they do? And it's it's like they they have the power to. Uh, take over things, control things for the sake of the goodness of everybody. But no, they they do it probably because they want to continue to have like weird sex orgies or whatever the fuck. Um, and th- and that's the whole point is is uh, go- that quote right there. That person who helps others simply because it should or must be done, and because it is the right thing to do, is indeed without a doubt a real superhero. And that is just like the the best. Uh, that's why you know Spider Man as much as web slinging looks like biking, but, but like way in, better. I- infinitely better. Um, that's what it comes down to. You that's what it comes biking? down to. I went with biking. Biking is, another- biking is like the closest that I ever get to web slinging. Biking. Biking. What about wakeboarding? Skateboarding. Like uh, maybe air chairing, maybe air chairing, but. Maybe air sharing because you got a rope. Say, I was going to say watching you two doing doing hardcore in high school. That was the closest you know. to uh, true to uh, sure. Spider Man web slinging. Web slinging. Yeah, slinging, slinging webs. Well, we didn't do an initial ranking, but uh, no, where we did. Where you feel us? I definitely think it's above Ant Man. Even thought about and it. Super <laughs> Mario Brothers. Ant Man and the Wasp has become Thunderball. That's Thunderball threshold. It's like <laughs> anything stupid is below that. <laughs> and then anything above But like like confident. I'm thinking like okay, but this is what makes it hard, right? Cuz when we're talking about this movie, I like you're coming out of this the is, game, it's like, like how you can't rank Lord like, of the Rings. Like, like how how do how do you this is a part 1 of well, you can't what rank, could be a you can't two rank part a Lord of the Rings. Movie. You can't rank each individual Lord of the Rings movies cuz it's all one movie. Um and that's, that's oh no, but well, yeah, Nan. I mean, to answer what Nan just said, uh, I, hey, real quick, let's put Fellowship of the Ring in uh, in this list. Oh, number number one. Uh, okay, let's let forget about that. Let's rank towers. Oh, number one, uh, King. Uh, number one. We've ranked a lot of sequels. Let's look at them real quick. We got uh, Magic of Any We got Evil Dead. We got Ant Man. We got Scream. We got Missing. We got Dungeons and Dragons. I like. Okay, here's Damn, there are two fast, things about Creed, two things that I have to put out. John Wick, Creed, okay, Guardians. Fast X was the closest thing to this movie that we, we have on True. this list. What is and like I fast Fast X. Because yeah, I and I'll say this, I like I am but that I feels more complete. Than I think this I said one, this so about, I but <coughs> I don't think this, I can be this above doesn't feel complete. I, I think I did point out, and I I put this in my notes. 
this movie doesn't have a true climax like any other movie because it's there they basically took a really long script and like added a lot to make two movies right i do think that the closest thing we get to a climax in this movie is when gwen goes back to see her dad and then they reconcile that is the closest thing you get to an actual climax it is a micro it is a low stakes uh climax to for this big movie with all these different spider-men and, and the fate of all of of reality not the universe the reality uh, yeah. but like that's the closest thing you get to a climax in this movie i do feel like it, i have a i have conflicting feelings because when i look at the list i'm not going to say this list is fucked i'm looking at the list i'm thinking more of like terms of like the theme we're talking about the two different themes right because you got one thing that's all about destiny versus free will which is a very strong theme. But you also have another theme about parenting and, you know, letting your kids go or being the helicopter parent <coughs> or tough love versus of uh, coddling kids, I guess. And like those themes you can kind of see with Shazam and, and Dungeons and Dragons and like letting your kids, you know, be who they want to be or like, like not letting them be who they want to be, but allowing them to learn their own way kind of thing. And then, and we see that with Megan, we see that with missing, but then you get the destiny and free will stuff as well. And that's where I'm like, I'm split where I would put this. I did think it was going to list high when I was thinking about it, but I was like, I have no idea what Charlie and Nance are going to think about this movie. And I also do think that when you look at the pros of this movie, like the artwork, the animation style, like I think those those are all really great. I do think this is a definitely feast for your eyes. And when it comes to the form of the movie, it outshines a lot of these movies in the same regards that I think uh, John Wick 4 is a lot about form as far as how you make the movie. John Wick 4 is a lot about how you make a really incredible action movie. But I don't think it's John Wick 4 because I do think that what weighs it down is like it's conflicting themes where it's like you've got two different kinds of stories that you're trying to tell. And that's where I'm I'm at. Like I I think it's above Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think in my head's maybe as high as Fast X somewhere around that range. Like that's that's my range right now. I was going to say, if I start at the top and work my way down, <laughs> I start slowing down in the 10 range. And if I start at the mm -hmm. bottom and work my way up, I start slowing down in the 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 machine range. So somewhere yeah. between like Dungeons and Scream is where I'm yeah, currently I looking. Can see, I can see it above. Like I'm always going to say it's probably above Scream. <laughs> I was gonna. It's above scream. That's where I'm gonna say. I'm I above am, scream. I am right there with you guys. Where your initial instinct was roughly around nine. I yeah. I'm I I do the same thing. I start at the bottom, go to the top. Start at the top, go to the bottom, and every time I land at roughly above Shazam, below Fast, because I think Fast is simply just more of like a knows what it is movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like like Fast <laughs> is just like. We are fast and furious, bitch. Whereas right. with this, it was a little more confused in its themes and all that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the animation is so good. The animation is so Louis, good. Yeah, yeah. Louis B, no any spot cares. below John Wick is good. That's fine. Yeah, which John I agree with that. I agree with that sentiment. So I will. Um, I for think, me, yeah, I think it, below it's, Fast X is fine with me too. Right at number nine. I agree. Below Fast for sure. Fine. Yeah, like I can, I can, like Shazam. Um, Shazam even has. Does it like, beat Shazam? I think it beats Shazam. Uh, I, I could I could give it what, form. Issue. At least that's like, like a complete. It's like that's the thing. It's, yeah, but that's the thing. Like Shazam. Story okay, so Fast X also does not have a climax. It has a. It has. It doesn't have a. It has like this climactic 
in chase scene. That's true. Both these movies have a cliffhanger. They have your, your cliffhanger. <laughs> they're both cliffhanger movies. And I think that's yeah, where I'm are. like, that's why they're both at that spot because they're cliffhanger movies. And but I, in uh, Fast X, they drive off the cliffhanger. Generally speaking, I don't <laughs> yeah. think I don't think that cool. uh part like I don't think that part two movies are like a uh, like when you do one part one part two. I don't like part one. I just rather would have one part. Like I didn't yeah. like the idea of. I think Infinity War was kind of a different situation. Yes, because they do end yeah. on such a really great. That's a whole movie. That's a really, really, really good. That's way a to whole cliffhanger. movie uh, unto itself. It's a really good cliffhanger. Um, yeah. But like a movie like um, any of like when Harry Potter started that trend when they were making like, oh, we're going to do part one, part two. And then Divergent did it. And then Twilight was doing it. And then there were like, you yeah. Hunger Games decided to do it. And like everyone was like, oh, we need to get on this this train of like we can make more movies. money if we make two movies of so, the end. Uh, and then like, a, <laughs> hey, I take all those deleted scenes and shove them in there. Shove the deleted like, scenes in and it's a whole a, movie. Take a whole story that is The Hobbit. And split that into two. No, wait. Split it into three movies because we make more money that way. That's what like, fucked I, up. The I Hobbit. don't like that. I don't like that. I will say with this movie, I feel like I give it a little more of a pass because they're like they are trying to savor all these like more uh, personal moments that you were kind of throwing away in your head. You're like, ah, I don't give a shit about this. But to me, I was like, okay, we're trying to like at least develop some kind of character development between how. Miles and Gwen at least have some uh, some commonalities because we really didn't understand who Gwen was in the first. Here he comes, and I I could I could give it I could put it above Shazam just on form alone on form alone. I'm agreeing with you. I'm 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 there below Fast X because I'm there. Just like even just Fast X, knowing what it is, delivering exactly what it is, and uh and because they're dumb and just and just. Just, yeah, just uh, fast. Fast movies know what they are and they deliver. Um, and and I, I mean, my whole thing was that like fast should be signaling an end. It should end <laughs> if it doesn't end. If, it, if if fast eleven or twelve isn't the final movie, uh, they need they like California needs to get the big one and the whole fucking state needs to fall into the Pacific just based on Fast and Furious alone. Like, let them, let them, let it all sink because of that you. franchise. But um, but above Shazam on form alone and below Fast on story. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I will. I'll agree. I'm on that. Yeah. Well, Makes fellas, sense. we're think gonna lock to... it in right now. I think we've come to agreements. <sighs> Here we go. So, oh, wait, I'm going to copy and paste this because this is just too long of a fucking title. <laughs> no, but to be to be fair with Louis B's comment, I do think like when you think of the differences, it's like Infinity oh, War was a Infinity War to me. I was me wondering was if this going to be all messed up. Oh, let's see if Infinity I can War to me was a damn it. A Empire Strikes Back. No, versus, <laughs> you have a uh, format painter. How do I? How do I copy? How do Just I, write it out at this point. I know I have to. Uh, like that? No. If you're so like smart. That? Why isn't this better? This is bullshit. I gotta type the whole fucking thing out. Damn post-it notes. All right, here we go. Spider dash man. Man. Colin. Colin. Across. Cross. The spider. The spider. Dash. Dash verse. Got verse. it. Got go. it. 
And then I got to change all these fucking numbers. <laughs> all right, somebody fell in while I changed all these numbers. The critty was oh, saying anyway. something. Yeah, we're so, anyway, saying Mighty that. Ducks. Let me let me tell you. So Mighty Ducks one is actually <laughs> a pretty clearly good movie, and here's why. So Mighty Ducks one is actually like a, all about. Like when we did Mighty Jar Ducks Cards. one is all about Coach Bombay <laughs> and how he goes from being an alcoholic, and that's and that's the fun part. So his name is Bombay because his name's Gordon Bombay because he's named after alcohol. That was <laughs> that was the actual thing, and it's crazy to think that this is a Disney movie. So it's a yeah. Disney, kid version of the movie. So they made it like wait, they watered it down, but it's also the movie that puts in like a race joke because like the front line of the line of the the team is the Oreo line. So like you've got two black <clears throat> kids and the one white kid, so they're the Oreo line. So that's in the first Oreo movie, line. by the way, and like. That's so they call him the Oreo line, and that's the first movie. But it's all this whole thing where it's like he's dealing with like this emotional trauma of like, I have to be, I have to win, I have to win, I have to win, and he forgets how to have fun. And like, that's the first movie, and it's like a great story. But then you get to the second movie, and it's like everyone's favorite movie, but like they completely like write off a bunch of stuff right right in the beginning of the movie where they're like, What happened to Hans? Oh, he went back to I Iceland. This is Hans' brother, and you're like, Great. But then there's like, then you're like, Man, what happened to you and Charlie's? You? You're oh, like, no, what good. happened to what happened to you and Charlie's? Uh, 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 uh you know, Charlie's mom. I thought okay. you were a thing. Oh, she left me. And she I'm gonna got get revenge on McCurdy by muting him. So McCurdy's gonna keep talking muted. Uh, SB, what the fuck do you have against Guardians? Movies. What do you have against Guardians? Because everybody's like, everybody's like, oh, <laughs> MCU cape shit. Uh, Guardians has always been kind of like uh trans it transcends mcu like guardians is its own thing outside of the mcu more or less oh, you know God. they still have some shit God. in there but like guardians has like people who hate the mcu tend to love guardians so like what do you have against from guardians wait wait charlie you like the you like the guardians yes so you hate the mcu no that's false. You just hate new things. You just hate new things. That's a, that's the whole thing, right? It's like like people generally have the inability to hold two ideas in their head at once. I mean, like th this movie had this movie had. I I hesitate to even bring it up because it's a can of worms. But they're like the Don't sneaking in their fucking uh, propaganda shit is just like god damn it, Don't god damn it. it. Like Gwen, like on Gwen's wall, she had like. I knew uh, you were gonna say it. Yeah. Did you see it? Did you yeah, see I did. it? I was like, eh. I, I was like, I saw it, and I was like, Charlie's gonna hate this movie. Yeah. On Gwen's wall. That was my first. That was my first reaction. Like, oh, Charlie's not gonna like this. On movie. Gwen's <laughs> wall, she had a protect trans kids poster, and it was just, it was just, it's just like, okay. But if you look into that for five minutes, it's like you're not protecting trans kids. You're protecting their abusive parents from going to prison for abusing their children. But putting that aside and then, and then it's like your, uh... and then Miles is like, let me just sit here and awkwardly hold my BLM sticker in front of your fucking face for five minutes. Let's just do that. Right. But, you know, in, in the quantum in the quantum of solace episode, it wasn't a sticker. It was his pin and, on his on his back. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Oh, you don't care. Because but, that, you, but just just like just like triggered. scream six, just like scream. It's like it's like it's as Hold if on, it's like good. somebody's like, uh, we can't put that. We can't shoehorn our, our stupid fucking agenda into the movie itself. So it's like the animators are like, well, well, 
then we're going to fucking animate it in without because we want to, you know, and, and that's from just like you're just shoehorning crap in there for no fucking reason. But we in the in the quantum episode, we talk about how green um, green planet. The whole thing is that uh, a dominant green is like, uh, give me your money and I'll save the planet. And all these people are like, yeah, you're right. Here's all my money. Go save the planet. And like, right. That's what BLM is. BLM was like, give us your money. <laughs> I, st- and we'll, I don't know we'll how we got here. I stopped people. listening. I, 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 yeah, I'm like, yeah. we got we got here because I'm, they they just fucking shoehorn crap in there for I don't, no reason. I don't reason think they shoehorn crap in. I think they that do. They fucking those, do. Those specific they really do. That, that seems like a real thing that they would. Those characters would probably. Wait, why? Because they're black. Probably because they're black. Kids, just because no, Miles, yeah. Miles, I would Miles imagine is a really that a, a black kid, kid of that age would Miles, probably. Put it Miles BLM. is too smart to follow BLM. Miles would be. I mean, Miles would be right. Way, Miles would be like, "Hey guys, BLM is actually like a fucking corrupt institution <laughs> yeah. that just takes your money and keeps it." You think you think BLM is helping yeah. black people? No, it's not. It's just keeping all your fucking money, and all these stupid people are giving their money to this organization. That's what Green Planet is. Green Planet's like, we're going to save the planet with your money. And then they just keep your money. And you look like an idiot. because Anyway, so the quantum episode should be so coming anyway, out. Anyway, the quantum yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you know how hard it is for me to not integrate BLM into the quantum episode? I'm like, I'm like trying to stop by putting my messaging in there. But it's not, it's not political. It's just realistic. That's me. I, I'm not political. I'm just realistic. Where it's like... Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you think you think this this organization called Black Lives Matter actually cares about black lives? No, they care about green money, bitch. And you're giving them your fucking money. So then Miles Morales is like, yeah, I'm all about this BLM. No, no, no. I think that's out of character. And it's I think that's racist. I, I think it's racist because people can find it racism in sense, everything. But okay, people like, can right, find okay. racism. People can be offended by anything where it's like. Well, wait a second. Why is this movie that's that has this Puerto Rican slash black kid? Why is all the music hip hop? That's racist. That's the what? What? Just black people listen to hip hop. Like, like my point being that you can get offended by anything. You could be people can find anything to be offended about. And that's what makes everything stupid today. So personally, I fucking love his character and I love the music. Charlie loves to be offended. Charlie's offended. Got it. Copy that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Here yeah. I am. As usual, here I am just speaking the truth. Yeah. And, and you I'm speaking the truth. You motherfuckers just yeah. like I'm the enemy. But All I right, just guys, I'm too I don't really care about that, but I just want to I just want to reiterate. I just Nance, I just <laughs> Nance, shut the fuck up for just a second. I just want to reiterate that Mighty Ducks 2 is actually not the best movie. <laughs> I know everybody wants to say Mighty Ducks 2 is the best one, but Mighty Ducks 1 is actually the best one, unfortunately. it it, it It's like, I watched both of those movies, okay? Mighty Ducks 2 has got some lazy-ass writing. Mighty Ducks 1 has an actual like, story. Mighty Ducks 2 is about like, the life cycle, and it's about like the meaning of like death. It has a meaning. Life. Mighty Ducks 2 is like, like, Mighty Ducks 1 is like about Coach Bombay dealing with his childhood trauma and realizing that like he didn't need to listen to this a hole coach who was like trying to make him do terrible things. And who is a satanic figure? Honest, that that coach is a satanic figure. And that's what he does in the first one. 
But then when you get to the second one, yeah, there was yeah, you got to throw a satanic figure in there, right? Because that's that's a that's a Chucky Rance, that's an yeah. idiotism of Chucky Rance. But then the second one, staple. the second one's all fun. I will give you this: the second one's fun, right? Like it's got all these different collected characters, and they're all like, "Oh, I'm from this part of the state, and we have like like we use our little rodeo thing, like we do all that, like that's fun." But like at the end of the day, there's like the theme is not as strong as it is in the first one. So that's that's why the first one is still the best Mighty Ducks. I prefer Little okay. Giants. Okay, okay we're we're approaching right. two hours, so why don't we uh, why don't we go ahead and uh, just bring the list back one more time? Right. Uh, there it is. All right, just just for old times' sake, let me just read it. Bo is afraid. Infinity Pool, Guardians Three, John Wick Four, Tetris, Air Creed Three, Fast X, Spider Man. Multiverse 2, Shazam 2, Dungeons and Dragons 17, Megan Missing the Machine 1, Scream 6, Mario Brothers 1, Ant-Man 12, Renfield Evil Dead 16, The Pope Dexitus <laughs> 1, Magic Mike 3, Knock at the Cabin 1, Plane 1, soon to be followed up by Boat, Cocaine Bear, Go Fuck Yourself, Knights <laughs> of the Zodiac, Also Go Fuck Yourself, You're at the Bottom, because uh, you're stupid. Uh, that's the list. That's where we're at, everybody. What if Knights of the Zodiac 2 really makes Knights of the Zodiac 1 really legit? <laughs> legit. We are at 25. We're at 25. Quarter of the way to 100. We are, we are so like we're halfway through say, the year, basically. Well, yeah, but we're like, we cheated a little bit. Shouldn't we, we be at like 150 now. then? We cheated. I am, a I am bit. more than down to be at like, you know, uh, oh, weekly, not God, more than fifty-two by the time we're done. And that's the thing. Any of you, no, no, watching, no, I, I, if, you're, if you're like, if anybody watching is like, wait, guys, there's this movie that's like thirteen lives. It's dope. You got to add it. You, it's got to be on the list. Then I mean, we definitely watch messed up watching Zodiac. There was like two or three other good movies. Yeah, we should have watched. I would have. I would have gladly watched hypnotic. the old lady movie. I would have watched was, Brady too. Is it hypnotic? The Ben F. Yeah, Hypnotic F came F out. I, yeah, I think that was a Robert Rodriguez movie too. But it just like, it's just interesting doing this exercise because we're seeing how like certain movies get overly marketed and some other movies they just don't put a lot of money to market the movies. And yeah, I, I don't know. I just find that that in itself I think is very interesting. But it also tells you a lot about how good the studio thinks the movie is because a lot of times the ones that aren't marketed well are probably trash. And the ones yeah. that, um, uh, you know, and the reverse is true for the ones that are um, marketed well. So, yeah, you never know. Or they know, like, or they know, like, for instance, I know you didn't like Evil Dead, but like, they knew that was going to have a fan base, so they're probably going to make yeah. money off of it. So we better tell people we're, you know, we're going to pump this movie out, kind of thing. Um, this is on, another I'm, reminder. I will be out of town this coming weekend. Okay. Well, but well, since it's the Transformers movie and I want to see it, I'm going to try to see it. This is my point right here, though, from SB. And I'll phone in. Like, like, SB, the, the world is run by money at the end of the day, so of course it's a big hit. Like, uh, Take the, the Halloween uh, reboot, whatever it is. Uh, I thought it was perfect. Ooh, I thought it was like the perfect Wednesday. way to end that whole fucking franchise. But no, it made a bunch of money. So then they made a sequel and they ruined it again. Yeah, and they, they then really Halloween fun. just continues to ruin itself every time they reboot themselves. So uh, the, the all the it all comes down to the almighty dollar. And as much as I think into the Spidey verse would have just been a great like just one off, uh, they have to make another one. And uh, 
I think this second one is just weak compared to the first one. I think it's watered down and weak versus the first one, even though it still brings the same art style, which is like the shit. I think it, ex- I think I honestly think it excels in the art style. Like that's my, sure. I genuinely think that the art and style, I, and I go, who cares? A lot better. Who fucking cares? But yeah, man. Thanks for reminding me. Next week is Transformers: Rise of the Beast. I will have to oh brush God. up on Humble Me because I hadn't watched that one, oh, no. and I didn't. Is this yeah, a sequel but... to that one? Oh no! no okay. so, this almost seems movie. like its own thing. I well, love yeah. the Transformers so the, movies. I'm excited to see. I, oh, no. I like, here's, the thing. here's my thing about the Transformers. I liked the first Transformers movie. I thought it was good enough because Spielberg was you at the fourth one. It's like, like my, Jesus, at least Spielberg yeah. was there and was like Michael Bay. Like, yeah. Bay, you can't do that shit. You, you, you yeah. got to go back to at least doing something something that people recognize, like E.T. Like, do E.T. basically with Transformers. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> I get it. Like, that's what the first one is. But then they get two and you're like, like he just goes ape shit with all of his bayisms, and then you get three, yeah. which I feel like three was a little bit better than two. Four is just dumb. Five yeah. is even extra dumb. Like five had a moment where I was like, "Oh, this might be cool," and then it was like, "No, this is dumb." Yeah. It's not. It, and the thing is, is just it's a lot of just bay, just more focused on making things look cool rather than having any kind of like anything so to, to understand. But then they made, so they finished that one, and then they made Bumblebee, which was like a prequel, but it's directed by somebody else. I've never seen that one. I haven't heard. I good remember or bad thinking it was pretty decent, but it was. It's been a while, yeah. so. But but Bumblebee is like its own thing, and so this one's sort of a sequel to Bumblebee, and it takes place in '94. So I don't. It's going to be kind of a weird, like, oh, you liked Beast Wars? Here's Beast Wars now. So. I'm I'm I liked Beast I'm Wars. mildly interested in watching this. It's not like uh, it wasn't a list topper for me. As far as movies, as far as the summer movies goes, the one that I wanted to see the most is The Flash, um, and Oppenheimer and Barbie. Yeah, Oppenheimer yeah, rated R apparently. SB, you're gonna have Trans Am Life Matters. It's Trans Am Life. That's Matters. a car joke. <laughs> I, I like. What I was wondering, but you guys, think the new Transformers? I don't think there is a Trans Am. Yeah. Yeah, Turns whatever. Out, yeah. Oh, yeah, we got a Camaro or a That's now it makes sense. But we got to keep man, sneaking our you. stupid fucking messaging into all these movies just to man, piss off I want to see I want to see Transformers meets Fast the Fast series. Oh yeah. It's all about family, baby. That but would the, like, be dope. But then you'd have Dom like yeah. fighting <laughs> a Megatron. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I am a transformer. Toretto, we car. need you. We need you to drive <laughs> Bumblebee. Bumblebee's retarded now. He got hit way too hard by Mega <laughs> X. You need to drive him oh to go defeat the super upgrade his stereo people. so he can talk cooler. <laughs> and then and then and, and they're like they're like, hey, uh, we can give you a super fancy headset. And he's like, no, I prefer speaking to a walkie-talkie. Optimus, I look cooler when nitrous. I I look Optimus. <laughs> that's what I want to see. That's that's the movie. That's the dream movie. Is a is a fast Fast yeah. and Furious Transformers crossover. Paramount and Universal make this happen. Do that. Anyway, That'd do you guys have uh, anything else to say about the Spider Verse? Which uh, Wait, hold on. Apparently, I'm the villain tonight. I'm you the, are the I'm villain. The but villain I do, tonight. Charlie, I will say, even though you were the villain tonight, I do think that we did come to an agreement as far as like, at least kind of where we felt like the movie was weak in some aspect. I and I mm. I do like appreciate that we found some common ground. We're like, yeah, it's weak here, but like you know, 
I'm the, always going to be hard. Movie. I'm always going to be hard on the stuff that I love the most. Other people yeah. are like, like, again, I've said before on this show where I dated this girl who was like, uh, you just, I can't say a bad thing about Batman. I just love Batman. And you just always ruined Batman. <laughs> and I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, shut up. You got to face the truth. You know? Wait, which Batman are we talking about though? Specifically, that was uh Dawn of Justice where I was like, yeah, that one I was, was like, not... I was like, babe, babe, come here. Let me educate you on how fucking yeah, awful that one was not good. For a she, lot of, she, she's like, she was like, this. She's like no, no, I just, like let me enjoy it and i was like no you're stupid Come i will here, make you when it comes stupid. to that movie yeah when it comes <laughs> to that movie it's stupid. like like if you just take the yeah, right. sequence when he fights all the bad guys towards the end of the movie and you just take that as it is without any context i'm like that was a cool sequence but like you put it in the rest of the movie it's just like the movie's all over the place I'm like, Wait, what? oh yeah sb i forgot sb's a big fan of He's a big fan of that fucking movie. <laughs> just, SB likes. Wait, sorry, SB. He's a <laughs> it's the best Batman and Superman movie. Okay, yeah, sure. No. Technically, the only like, well, who said, like no, it's like Kevra said. Kevra's like, uh, this is the best Spider-Man movie this year. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah sure, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. definitely is. Yeah, right, no doubt. I don't so know. Anyway, I think with, uh... Oh yeah, so. Oh, oh, I don't have it up now, but you know what? Hold on. Give me just give me a second. Just just okay. talk, tell me, Charlie, wait tell a me minute. Why. Is this true? Charlie, I need you to tell me why. Uh, I need you to tell me why, you know, Mighty Ducks one is, is not. The best <laughs> oh, wait, one. you want me to talk? About I'm going to leave again. No, here. <laughs> hey, guys, no, let me go. Let me go off for 45 minutes about BLM. Oh, my God. Charlie, no. Shut up. You sound like a racist. Come on. <laughs> You just you just smell no, like just a give me this platform to talk about BLM for 45 minutes. This is give me Charlie, this minutes. is your this is your Chucky Rants for today. I found you know a photo of all the Shia LaBeoufs. <laughs> the Shia or the Shiaverse. The Shiaverse. <laughs> that's all of the uh Chucky Rants enter the Shiaverse. Like that's that's the next movie that uh we need to make is enter the Shiaverse. And then yeah. of course, tonight we are toasting to uh, we didn't like we talked. Charlie and I talked about this, and we're like, I don't know anyone specific, and I, the only thing I could say is like the highlight of this movie is uh, is the animation. Like, is that not telling though? That's fucking it. telling though. Like, it's I, I think like, when it comes to animation, yeah, please do. Thank you, SB. Appreciate that. Give every movie oh, no, you, you want. If you want to like donate to uh, be like McCurdy, send a super chat. Yes, or... yeah, super chat. <laughs> yeah, you could All these super chats go straight to BLM. Everything regarding uh, being oh like McCurdy, send us all your money, and we swear it will go to a good cause. It's not going to go to us buying uh, really. Wait, I want to see SB's uh, real wait, estate. going to write California. us a paragraph about why BVS is. No, 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 no. We're doing hashtag BLM. We can do it in the uh, Discord. <laughs> McCurdy Lives Matter. Send us your money and we, we right. swear okay. we won't squander it. We MLM. swear we won't squander it. We'll We're marketing. not going to keep it for ourselves. But anyway, here's anyway, the, uh, the, to the animation in this movie is. I, I will say, I, I really do hope this movie gets, like, if it gets recognition, I do hope it gets recognition for best animated film this year. Like, I. I genuinely have not seen a good animated, like a, an animated film that was this well done and it doesn't stick to some like weird trope of being like, it has to be like Pixar. Like this one really does stand out as far as its animation goes. They already won um, an Oscar for the first one and that was well deserved. If it yeah. loses, 
I don't give a fuck. I think I feel like I don't it, give yeah, a fuck. Charlie, I get where you would say it's like, well, it would lose because the story wasn't the same as this one. But I, I do feel like when you're grading it on specifically animation, I feel yeah. like the animation this is far. Well, far the cinematography is so good. Who gives a fuck about the fucking cinematography if the story sucks? Well, when you're talking Who about yeah, fuck? again, when you're talking about animated films, like it is heavily implied that you're talking about because if we were just talking about like best films. That's what I think is weird about that category is like for a period of time, like animated films were considered for best picture, but now they've kind of been allocated for their own category. And it's like, yeah. well, and I, I know you will have your own, you, you have your own things about the Oscars and yada, yada, yada. But I'm specifically talking about like, that's a category that's specifically talking about just animation in itself and like the form of it. So I do feel like, and it's a lot of work. It's not, it's not, it's not, I don't think it's as anywhere as easy as doing. I drool over the animation. Like so much. Yeah. The yeah animation, I don't, it's, it's not just the first that, one. Do like they the have like different Spider-Man have different art styles to them? Yeah. They, like they really lean on it. This one. I just like, I love the, the punk rock I one. He's like, looks like the, like you said, the album covers, yeah, the sex the, pistols yeah, are just like the, the magazines and stuff. It's like so yeah. cool. I do think that this one, like that's, I think that's the biggest difference. I think the first one, they have a lot of different characters, but I don't, the one I think about, it, it's like they have kind of this weird quirky animation for each of the characters, but I don't think it's specific to the universes that they're from. This one, they really lean into that. And I think that's, what's really cool about this movie. Yeah, certainly cool. It just looks awesome. But you know, if it, it's, it, it would be, if they won, it would be purely based on the aesthetic and not anything having to do with the story. Damn it. Fine. Which is hold on. Fine. Luis B did bring up a good point and I did see this movie and the story in that movie is actually pretty good. So yeah, I think Puss in Boots is up there. The, I don't even know if it's Puss in Boots too, but yeah, the Puss in Boots movie that came out earlier this year. I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. That have a really good animation. So. Damn it. Puss in Boots. Damn it. Puss in Boots. Charlie ignore this. Wait, I don't, comment I thought here. this was last year. Yeah. Don't look at this comment. Yeah. Tears of King will win the Oscar. Yeah. Anyway, the way the, the way the Oscars are going, they're like, eh, we'll give it to whatever you people want. What whatever you like, we'll give it to that. Oh, you like the Zelda okay. game? We'll give it to that. <laughs> whatever you like, we'll give it to that. Fuck the Oscars. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. The, anyway, to, uh, to the, Mighty Ducks. To Mighty the, Ducks three. The again, the heroes of this Those movie two. were not the writers, not the directors. It was the animators who, again, because McCurdy and I were like. Who won out in this movie? Was it was it uh Shamik from fucking 212? Was it uh Oscar Isaac? I don't know. Oscar, like anybody. No, it was the, the 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 selling point of this movie is the art style. This is like giving the toast to Roger Deakins for Skyfall. It's just like, what does Skyfall have to offer? Really fucking good looking movie. So to the animators who made this um I, again, I, I've been very cynical all night. I uh, let me just turn off the cynicism. It's a it's a beautiful movie. If you like the first one, you'll like this one too, no doubt. Um, if you're a fan of Spider Man, you're going to see it anyway. So, uh, but me, I'm just very critical of the things that I love the most. Most other people are in denial, and then the next day they wake up feeling depressed and they don't know why, and then they think about reaching for that pistol, putting it to their temple, and pulling the trigger. Okay. <laughs> but to the to the animators who continue a, a revolutionary uh animation style that uh is 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 motherfucking gorgeous so to the animators 
to the animators. To the animators. Good night, y'all.